kid works better than play. I mean, I heard they got married. <laughs> hey, Johnny, do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. Madigan's Ice Cream Social sitting across from me is Paul Mattingly. Across from me it's Mr. Matt Donnelly. And on the knobs and dials is Jacob the audio guy. He's dreamy. We're preaching fun. Hey, uh, uh, so uh, I was at a, I was at the Fancy Pants uh, premiere for Glow. Yeah, you got to go red carpeted up and be hobnobbing with the stars. It's it's funny. Like I have uh, here in Vegas, I've been uh, really anti red carpet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in in the different endeavors that I've been a part of, I've been preaching red carpet, and man, am I vindicated! <laughs> when you go to a real red carpet and what it means to have a red carpet, it fucking matters a, a shitload. Oh yeah, and in a way that I don't think people actually imagine. So one one is that Rebecca Johnson, she's a, she's if you look for she's on the possible side of this episode. Um, She's done. She's in the Apple Sisters, and uh, her and Kimmy Gay would have both in the Apple Sisters. But Rebecca Johnson was uh, my best uh, lady, my best lady at my wedding, uh, and uh, so she invited Sarah and I out, and we basically like took part. We shadowed her through the entire experience, and what was great is that like we're she's worked hard enough in Hollywood uh, now for for years before to get on a hit show like this. It's fantastic, uh, but we're old enough and, and we're close enough friends that she was honest about all the little things all the way through sure she didn't try to outclass me when she was geeking out she was geeking out you know yeah. what i mean so when i say the red carpets are like a thing it's like okay so like they uh their outfits are chosen for them right designers yeah like get a so chance pe- to showcase pe- some of their stuff too right and so you know there's also like publicists that have to do with all the outfits yeah all of it a lot it's of people chosen. and then so like they I was out in LA the week before for another premiere for this movie called Bex, which just won some awards out there. It was a nice little independent film. Great film. My buddy Dan, uh, it's uh, the showrunner for uh, Amy Schumer. He decided as a fun project to do a little cool d- uh, independent film directing or whatever. And uh, great film. And what I like about both films, this one was about a, a woman who, who goes out to LA to be with her her, her uh, lead singer girlfriend and, they, and she finds her cheating on him, breaks up and moves back to her hometown. But when she goes back to her hometown, she ends up being a, a, a very flawed person there as well. Yeah. And what I like about Glow and Bex is that it's actually, they're just telling stories about women now. It's not like strong female characters. Like the main characters have flaws. And flaws that you could, could make them unlikable. There's not a hero. As unlikable as a science teacher starting to cook meth. You know what I mean? They're still strong female characters. They're just human beings. Right. That's the thing. It's like, it just happens. Like The story of, of Bex is no different with a straight couple than a lesbian couple. No strong, different. Yeah, strong human None being. of the... Uh, I mean, there's a, there's a tension point between the mother and the... Because the mother was a nun. But other than uh-huh. that, like, it's... That's not... That's still, like... That's still... None of it is, like... this. The movie wasn't there to, like, champion lesbians. Right. 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 It's not... It's, and Glow is not there to champion women. Right. No. It's not about being a strong female character. It's yeah. just, this is the character. It is a strong character. And it is also a woman. Right. And it's just, you know, we're getting that weird message right now of, like, the only strong female character is Wonder Woman. Right, and it's like okay, it's, and that's, we're, it's and that's great just that's by definition on there. of like physically strong. It's great yeah, that yeah. it's out there. Arm wrestling, it's wonderful. <laughs> it's a good flick, 
but let's have human beings portrayed on the stage. Yeah. It's that's just it. It's so it's characters, actual yeah. real characters. Uh, and so Warts and all. Uh, Rebecca and Kimmy did the red carpet for Bex the week before. Okay. And their publicist kind of set it up. And what happened was they got uh, notes. You know, sure. They got corrections. Like this, they, the, it was like it was like a it was a nice little like trial before the Globe premiere. Nice. You know what I mean? So they got notes from the publicist like you got to practice different poses and you got to work those out. And you got this color looks good on you on camera. This doesn't. And like so, they had a dry run. Right. And what happens is that like going up to the red carpet was so fun. In the red carpet it was just crazy for them because. They're wearing jewelry and they're wearing clothes. And then everyone who's there to take their photo knows their name and just shouts their name constantly. You know what I mean? And like, and then those people are shouting their names constantly, not because they're fans, but because it's their job to get the best photos and sell those photos. Right. So like a real red carpet is that. Do you know what I mean? I know it sounds strange. It's a publicity machine. Yeah. It's an oiled publicity machine. Everyone is making money. It's a performance. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it's its own thing. Mm -hmm. And you you get notes on it. and And you as an actor... Who uh, who are going to do other things in Hollywood? You have to dos. Yep. So that it becomes so that these people will continue to want to work with you. Right. From the from every end of the food chain. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was really strange. So we were going over like Rebecca. We were going over her to dos in the car as we headed up to the red carpet. Nice. Do you know? And we were making fun of all of it, of course. Sure. But it was like interesting. It's fascinating. You know? Yeah. And then like you know. Uh, they sent a, a limo for us, you know, and we're right. We're in there, and then we're there. We're just her, just and then first off, Netflix, ton of money. Netflix, huge premiere. ArcLight, I mean, uh, it was right. Every actor in the show, it's a, a true ensemble piece. Every actor in the show uh, got their own row at the ArcLight. Wow! Oh, very for, cool for invites and friends. Yes. Wow. So, like, I was one of Rebecca's eight friends. Dope. You know, and like every That's other awesome. actor had like a whole. Thing. Yeah. Sarah had to sit somewhere else, but you were one of Rebecca's eight friends. Yeah, I was just like, I don't know, Sarah, just figure it out. Just buy a ticket. And <laughs> sit, sit, sit in the back. I'm sitting yeah. next to my best friend. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, and so uh, it was funny. It's funny also the Netflix model. So Netflix gets up, the the, the woman there uh, who runs Netflix, she gets up and she speaks. President Netflix speaks at this screening of two episodes in L.A. Wow. And talks about how, and just reads re- reads off all the reviews and the sources like quotes real quick, and then thanks every cast member by name. Amazing, name. and that's pretty dope. And no difference between Allison Brie and Rebecca Johnson, right? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just crazy that it was. And was also interesting about the show, and this I think will, will warm people's hearts a little bit. These the whole cast went into wrestling camp for weeks before they started filming the show. You know. And they and and then in the show, if you watch it, you'll see they spend a lot of time at the gym. There's no extras there, and so in order to have things happening in the background, it's just the the, peop, the, the wrestlers. They're the, just doing it. They're just doing it. Everyone's in the background. Everyone else's shots. Mm-hmm. So everyone's on set with each other all day in in the gym. You know, You're hanging out. They're hanging out. So what's fun is that like when we all went to the premiere, so many of the cast almost like forgot to check in with their friends and stuff like that. Because they actually were all excited to be with each other. See each again. other again. Yeah. Like they all just ran up and started geeking out with each other. And nice. it was really neat. Like they mm-hmm. were like really camp buddies. Se- yeah, they were like camp buddies. They were really like were inseparable with each other through the whole premiere mm-hmm. and the uh, after party. That's lovely. And then the fucking after party, they Netflix just spends dough. I mean, this whole huge hall rented out and they decked it all out in 80s stuff. Did I show you pictures or no? Did no, I didn't see pictures it? of that party. That oh, sounds fun. awesome. 
like they put up uh, 80s lockers. They oh, it's got gr- me feeling girls. so 80s. Yeah, it's they're so wearing fun. leotards and doing the jazz uh, exercise when you walk in. Oh, the music is where it's at. The DJ was in a wrestling ring. Oh. Uh, like It was like this whole... And then they had this 80s robot. That's why I wanted to show you the picture. Oh, oh fuck yeah. They had like an those 80s butler robot. Things. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Is, I, I love the, it. Uh, the Rocky Four robot? Yeah, the Rocky Four nice. robot. That, that thing carried so many shows. So many of those versions. <laughs> that fucking thing from Riptide. Yeah. I used to watch Riptide just to see the goddamn robot, and they never showed the robot. I, I show them once in a blue moon. I was doing a bit with the robot, and I thought my friends were watching. They weren't, and then I thought it was being really funny. Yeah. And I looked over at the guys who were operating the robot, like maybe they'd be happy, and uh, they weren't paying attention. And I was like, i just been talking to a robot for five minutes. <laughs> yeah. That's happened to me at the after party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> You got robocalls. That's what it was. Yeah, I just I I robo rolled myself. And it was funny because so so I'm at the premiere on Wednesday, but then I'm in LA until Saturday, and so then the show comes out on Friday. So I went from seeing the show before anyone else to everyone else having watched the whole show before I got home. Mm-hmm. That was all oh, right to me. So I have I have very exclusive uh, stuff for everybody until. <laughs> Until like 48 hours later. <laughs> right. And then because I have two kids, everyone's ahead of me. Yeah. Uh, but my wife's doing a good job as being as binge worthy as we can. You guys are up to episode seven. That's that's, yeah, that's laudable. Seven. Yeah. You're already doing better than me. The show is incredible. It's, it's really great. solid. Just from the jump. And I mean, I, I think it was episode four that just, it just for me, it just. Yes. That's it. And yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Okay. We're good. And the rest of it's just awesome. It's all. It's really, really solid. They just. It's. It's. It, the show's not epic. That's the thing you should. You should realize. No, it's not. And I think that's what's. That's the only knock that I'm hearing on it. Well, but that's because it's not a sweeping. What I love is that. That's a knock. Well, that some people. Some are, some people. The uh, only knock on it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's okay. Ninety nine percent of it's, it's not. Like, it's not Game of, of Thrones. Is, yeah. It's not Game of fucking Thrones. But that's the the cool thing about it is. But there's already this other show right, called Game of Thrones. Right. When they play yeah. it right. It will Shit, be epic I gotta after tear my pilot. <laughs> after season six, it will feel epic. No, that's the thing, right? I, I, it's, that's it's, that's it's a, a slow burn. Show. Yeah, it's also a comedy show. Yes, it's which is very hard. funny, and it's funny. Yeah, it's very funny. It's hard and it's funny. The fact that it, but, but then comedy. it hits like it hits some hard stuff too, though. Oh no, yes. no, no, that's the thing. It's just because yeah. it's a, it's, it's good. It's from the makers of Orange is Black, so they're not going to shy away from it. Mm-hmm. But there's some really funny shit in it. Oh, yes. oh yeah, really. Uh, Mark Maron. Mark Maron's. This is his coming out party. This is the most likable role he has ever had. This is better than the TV show he created for himself. Oh, absolutely. He is so good in it. He's really solid. Like it's like what it's honestly what Better Call Saul was to Bob Odenkirk. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, yeah. No, no, I mean Breaking Bad first. Yes, but Breaking Bad when 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 Bob Odenkirk started playing Saul Goodman, yep. right. That was like really oh, came into wow. his own. That oh, okay. was really like, mm-hmm. and Mark Marin, who I've you know I'm, I'm hot and co- I've been hot and cold with up in this is just he's really good at this. Fucking so good in it, so good in it. Mm-hmm. Allison Brie so good in it. Um, so uh, it's, it's kind of a spoiler. All right, so spoiler time. Spoiler time. Oh, I don't want to get spoiled. What we'll, we'll, we'll let no, no, you no, know. This is, this is fine. We'll oh. let you know when spoilers are over. Uh. uh <laughs> No, that's not true. <laughs> no, no, because I'm, I'm going to talk about it in a way that won't. Okay. So, Allison uh, Bree has a uh, scene with um, uh, Rich Summer. Yes. In it. Okay. Both were cast kind of separately on it, and then Allison didn't know until they were doing that they were going to be in a scene okay. together where they, they might yes. be intimate. Mm-hmm. Uh, they worked with each other for years on Mad Men. Right. And Allison was cast very young on Mad Men. And they were both married, and they were both friends with each other's uh, wives and husbands. So. Right. 
Uh, incredibly awkward for Rich Summer to do that. <laughs> you watch it and you think, what a dream come true for any actor. It was tough. Word is that it was one of the most awkward, terrible things. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Uh, behind the scenes. It's your bestest buddy. <laughs> yeah. And we know Rich. We should have Rich on. We, Dude, we please. Rich. Yeah. I want to talk to him about Firewatch, yeah. the video game that he did, yeah. which I adored. He actually tweeted back at me. Yeah. Like, I was like, Dude, what a cool guy. So, yeah, I would love to have no, him. No, Rich is the... And he's a board game fiend. He is. He is. Uh, one thing I found out when I was interviewing him, uh, I did, we did uh, tarot shows in Minneapolis. He's from mm-hmm. Minneapolis. And he came up at a huge theater. He did a huge improv theater. Uh, uh, I found out that he had a, he ha- at one time had like the largest collection of individual types of Uno card collections. <laughs> and I found out during the interview that I was not supposed to ask him about that. <laughs> mm, sensitive was, subject he was not happy that I was bringing it up in front, for the world to know uh, so I guess maybe this podcast may be a bad idea dude oh. well I don't know this is the place for let, let your freak, fly, freak flag fly <laughs> that is Rich. the truth seriously we you know he has our, given it away he has donated our listeners will love why was he yeah. upset about that uh, I just think it's not, a super geek thing not an image okay yeah I think it's a, no I just I think he just was like I don't think he was about to geek out on me in the interview and and yeah. uh and, and uh, I was, you know, we were interviewing in Minneapolis in front of like all of his family and stuff. So Maybe gotcha we can work it out where if he's game, we could actually just play a game and that'd be something to do on Twitch. Oh, there you we go. Could play a game with him and, and blast it That's out fun. like uh, nerd poker. Does. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I do love it. He's a great actor. He's done some great stuff. Super solid. Um, what else? Uh, he's super funny on camera too. Yeah. That's the thing. He's, he, the whole, the whole thing about him and Mad Men was that he was moving out to L.A., got the agent, came up through improv theater, thought he was going to go out for like sitcoms and stuff, went through every pilot, uh, like had a great agent, so went to tons of pilot auditions okay. and, and like only two callbacks and was like depressed. Mad Men called like after pilot season, kind of like Mad Men was just kind of late and, and getting going and right. stuff. And it was like the last audition he had and he booked it. It's a pretty good one. And it's a very serious role. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His but, character uh, arc in that is yeah. fascinating. Yeah. He by the end of that that he's he's probably going to be the multimillionaire of them all. Yeah. He's going to have because he figures out TV. Yeah, yeah. Before yeah. the rest of them do. Yeah. And a lot of other, and it's just fascinating. And he and he becomes a villain by the end. Yeah. Well, a that's real the villain. There's a this is this is not a spoiler because it didn't happen. Mm. But uh, when Madman was at its peak, I was interviewing about in Minneapolis, and uh, the amount of interviews that I've done for improv that were never recorded for podcasts uh, is enough to make me slip my wrists. But um, <laughs> we're at a better time now, Matt. It's all good. Uh, it's true. We just revisit those. I know. But yeah, but <laughs> rebook them. And our our our. our listeners don't really like me doing interviews but uh, 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 <laughs> rock in a hard place I should say actually it's pretty much half half our listeners like when we do interviews yes right uh, uh, <laughs> but uh, 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 he uh, he was supposed to kill himself in the oh, first yeah. season yeah. oh he was gonna he was gonna he was gonna get killed off and then when they started coming up with other plot ideas for the second season they realized they needed him for a couple of things gotcha uh, for but you. He, he thought he was done and then also he did like six seasons sweet that's uh, a good time. But it was great. Uh, what else? What, anything fun thing? I don't know. After Party, great. Nice. The show's great. Watching it. I've never been like on top of like the latest craze. It also feels weird. That like... Yeah. Everyone's talking mix. about Glow and I'm watching Glow and mm-hmm. like we're, it's just weird. When I mean, like, people are posting on my Facebook, I'm, I'm seeing just people on Facebook that I know from other walks of life. They're yeah. like, hey, this show is fantastic. You got to get on this show. I'm like, yeah, yeah. 
I'm on this. I'm on that shit. Yeah, I got it. Um, we are going to have uh, Kimmy and, and Rebecca out uh, for Scoop Fest. Yep. We will have them on the show. To September 22nd, about, 23rd, and 24th here in beautiful talk. Las Vegas, Nevada. We will have them on to talk about Glow. Uh, we're trying to also get Ptolemy Slocum out for Scoop Fest. Badass. He might be in the middle of shooting, uh, <laughs> but but uh, he is doing season two of Westworld. Oh, God. And, uh, I'm so excited. For I told him, like, I was, he's like, what am I going to do? I was like, just come out. Yeah. I was like, yeah. just come out for Scoop Fest. I said, who cares? We, we got a costume contest. We'll find stuff for you to do. Oh, yeah. yeah. He'll be. He'll have a good time. He'll he make sure to. he has a good time. Yeah, I grabbed lunch. We, we, he was having a blast. It was the, every time he was joking. If you heard Tommy's interview, he's hilarious. So yeah, in in a total deadpan yes. commitment kind of way. <laughs> so every time we talked about Glow, he just started being like, you know, I'm on Westworld. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they threw a premiere for us as well. Yeah, <laughs> and so like when I about the Glow thing, he just talked about Westworld the whole time. It's too bad that yeah, one on Netflix. It's 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 true. I mean, I couldn't believe the amount of money they spent. Yeah, to show two episodes. Oh, Netflix that's what got say. money. Okay, so if you haven't watched it, okay, I'll just say that like I was in a huge packed theater. Mm. The cast and crew were in the lower tier, and there was like kind of like a whole roundabout tier around this gigantic mm. movie theater. Dark light is huge. Like, yeah, gigantic. Yeah, and uh, and it was, it was packed, and it was so cool. And um, I've never experienced this, probably because I was in a unique set of circumstances, roaring. Crying, applauding. Yep. Like the pilot is one of the most fucking slam dunk pilots I've ever seen. Almost so that when they showed its second episode, then the rest just goes forward like episodes, Mm -hmm. like a comedy, like a simple comedy show that it really is, you know? So it was almost like a a down note. Right. A little bit because the pilot fucking destroyed. The. Everyone in the audience roared. I bet. Applauded and like was like weeping at the same time. And it does it right. There's a moment of drama and comedy and reveal that I've never seen in a TV pilot before that's in the in the first episode yeah, it's of good. Glow. And to be in a room full of that many people all feeling that at the same time and the cast seeing that the same th- the first time at the first time, it was crazy. It was yeah. one of the craziest feelings I've ever had for watching something artistic. Yeah. I love the fact that all the wrestling people that I follow yeah. are hype about it too. They're into it. Yeah. That's the great thing. Oh good. And that's yeah, and that's a that's a good sign to me. Like the cool wrestling people that are into wrestling are like, this show gets it. We like this show. The yeah. guy the guy on the first episode, he's a, a real pro wrestler, right? Yes. The guy who's, who's like the trainer. Yeah, he's in he's in uh Lucha Underground right now. Uh John Masters, uh, uh, what was he? I saw something about him that he was that he was a, a legit pro wrestler. Yeah, yeah, oh, he yeah, was yeah. in WWE for a while. Okay, uh, he's done a bunch of different stuff. Uh, what was it? John, what was his last name? He when WWE he was kind of a um, fake John Morrison from the Doors. Oh, okay, yeah, that, okay, that's his. That was his okay. gimmick. That was his gimmick. He's like a rock and roll guy. Oh, cool. What's, um, what's fun about the it being an '80s send up? Mm. is that it talked about we've talked about in this podcast we've gotten going down a wrestling rabbit hole too often but now mm-hmm. it's close so it's mainstream right yeah this show totally gets to talk out of both sides of its mouth mm-hmm. it gets to be smart about stereotypes and then get all of the laughs that the stereotypes provide <laughs> yep it is kind of the best which of is why isn't it? which Absolutely. is why we that's what you call it when you're a real big fan of wrestling yeah but you also wink get it yeah, they call it being a smart, a smart mark. If you're a mark, you go to the wrestling show and you think that guy's evil, yeah. and this guy's a hero, and yeah. he should beat that Iranian because he's a bad person. Yeah, 
that means you're a mark. You believe. You oh, believe you, you just that. believe everything. You believe that shit. Yeah, yeah. If you're a smart, you think Hulk Hogan actually looks like that because he took some kids, yeah, the kids vitamins, gummy vitamins. The vitamins. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a smart, you're in on it, but you don't give a fuck. Yeah. You're like, I understand, but I'm okay. enjoying what's going on here. I'm enjoying the athleticism and the storytelling. Yeah. And that's that moment when that cracks for them. Yes. And they see what it's about. Yeah. That's when I was just like, yes, yeah. yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Somebody just the other day put it on, uh, and, and Glow really nails this too. This was before the premiere hit, but somebody wrote, professional wrestling is musical theater for men who have never experienced musical theater. 100%. It's exactly what it is. But the thing is, and wrestling is sports for people who don't have access to sports. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's it's yes. it's, it's all of that. You know, it's like, it lo- just, it's, it's so much cool stuff. It is. And uh, I'm so glad it's becoming mainstream again in a good, healthy way. Yeah. Glow has such a healthy view about it because, exactly like you're saying, like, they take the stereotype craziness of it, but they also show the behind the scenes of these people aren't. <laughs> Are those things okay? So like we're talking. To, so I got to share the limo out with Rebecca, and I got to share the limo ride home with Kimmy because mm-hmm. uh, she was going home first, and we have sitters, right? Uh, but uh, uh, and she said, you know, what was crazy about? Because I said, I said to her, I said, listen, it's weird that the show. I mean, Glow is popular, but this show is going to be bigger than the actual league it's based on. Right, right. It's got to be weird for the girls that were in Glow to kind of watch. One Whatever of whom is experience. a law professor here at UNLV. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's so. Yeah. Cool. One of the original Glow girls is uh, currently a law professor. Glow was filmed here no, at the that. Riviera. But I that's, know. that's another yeah, thing. Yeah. That there's there's conceits that it's 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 yeah. different enough from what it was. Oh, yeah. you know, I think I have a friend that is actually good friends with her. Maybe I, I can get her. Say, on. That would be a great. Oh, a great, yeah. Our, our, our great listeners interview. would like that. Yes, okay. I think. Oh, I'm going to make a call tomorrow. Put that ask in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to put that ask in tomorrow. That's a unique Vegas thing. I like that a lot. Um. Uh. The. Uh, and and then. Kimmy said, "You know, if you watch the documentary, which I haven't, I'm actually waiting to the end of the season to watch the doc. Documentary is great. <laughs> that documentary. documentary brought me to tears a couple times. Oh, it, it's a, a low a low documentary, which is on Netflix as well. Okay. The it is as scummy as you think. It is, it is what the, is what I was basically told. It is as scummy as you think. It is as as reductive as you think. And the, these girls considered at the time of their lives because of the because of being with each other." Yeah. And what it means to take care of each other in the ring and take care of each other through those things, right? And so I said it to Kimmy. I said, even still, like, it's crazy. And she goes, well, what's, what's even weirder is that's exactly, it just happened again. Like, the cast went through it. They they really all, like, were so happy to see each other. Like, at the right. after party, they all just partied with each other. It was the craziest thing. Like, like it was all, but they all just, like, they were, like, talking to their friends and stuff like that. And they, if they could gravitate towards each other, they all just started fucking hanging out Which with each other. Which does not happen at no. movie movie premiere after parties, TV after parties. Like, that, that, that kind of thing doesn't happen. No, no, no. Because they all went to camp. Yep. Cast bond in a different way when yeah. it's a, a thing like that. And so she was like, what's crazy is that the same exact thing's happening. So, like, yes, the, the bonding and the popularity are both happening again. Right. Which mm-hmm. is not neat. It's what? wonderful. Yeah, like, the original Glow, which they understood very much with this new thing, it is... WWE, all female through the trauma lens, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's kind of Marin's character. Yes, is basically a trauma director. Basically, the what's his name? Uh, oh, what is that? Lloyd Kaufman from yeah. from Trauma. He's basically a, he thinks himself a high rent Lloyd Lloyd Kaufman yeah. making arty stuff, but it's all just boobs and blood movies yeah. that he's done in the past. Yeah, and it's exactly that's exactly what it was. Yeah, they they, they got it. They cracked the code. 
They knew what they were doing. It's it's brilliant. I'm so excited to watch more of it. It's lovely. I'm, such just, a, I'm such loving a good it already. Show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh and it's five it's just it's it's five half hour ish episodes. I mean ten, ten half, half hours hour yeah. episodes. So five mm-hmm. hours basically of watching. So it's I got an through easy it. binge. It's an easy binge. An easy binge. Two nights for me. Um That's the thing is I I do hate binging these shows where I where there aren't there isn't more to, to come. Yeah. Or when it's not already out. This was perfect. This was just enough for me. I really oh, good. I dug it. Yeah. I'm already I'm looking forward to it coming because it feels drug-like right now with me, and mm-hmm. I just want to kind of finish that high mm-hmm. and then go back to normal yeah. and wait yeah. for it like like I'm waiting for Westworld. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, but I uh, I think we've gone long enough without me making this about me. <laughs> so one of the interesting things for me is that like being out in L.A. for an event, for like for one of like the it events. Of the season, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a highlight of, of the, I've ever been, of right? the summer. It's crazy. Like So Vegas like doesn't give a shit about things in Vegas and only gives a shit about things that are successful somewhere and then will come here. Right. Right? Sure. So in other words, like if Glow had their premiere here because it shot here mm-hmm. or something like that, you know what I mean? Like, yes, this town would have gone nuts. It would have been a big there fucking been hype. Mm-hmm. But, but, but also like being in Vegas, if less people give a shit about it. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. just, it's just a weird thing. And then being in LA for that big of an event and like I'm both... Uh, older, hmm. and I am also. Uh, it was weird. So I was talking to a bunch of friends. I'm trying to figure out the best way to get into this. So I was talking to a bunch of friends, and they all were talking like exactly like they talked when they moved to LA, but they're all working. Okay, right. So like, so everyone besides people that were in Glow, because they're at the it event, and when they're working on stuff that isn't Glow, right, right, sure. So you go like, well, you know, oh, I just you know finished this film or I just did a couple episodes of this or we just shot this series out in Paris about this bullshit blah 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 right. you know and I'm always like and I was talking to everyone I turned to my wife and I was like you know what's crazy is that like all these people are talking exactly like they're like well I'm waiting for this audition well I got you know I'm gonna I got a manager but I haven't got an agent yet it was like that same tone sure but just talking about the bullshit they're working on right but they're all making a living in show business in Los right. Angeles you know and it just was like that that kind of like misery index thing they talk about where yeah like, even if you're in a concentration camp, you have good days and bad days. Sure. You know, like, they just, it's like, we, we just carry that misery next. And I was like, if all the people we talked to tonight just sent back, got to go back and just tell, just send a picture of what they're doing to themselves 10 years ago. They'd be thrilled. And they'd also be like, oh, good. I'm, this is where I'm going. Right. You know, uh, great. This is where I'm headed. And, and I know, and, uh, and I realized this is the same for me. Like I wasn't jealous of it or I wasn't thinking, Oh, I hope I get to be a part of some event like this one day, Mm -hmm. which is weird that I wasn't feeling that way. Right. Do you know what I mean? Well, because we've worked hard to create something of our own too. Yeah. I'm we're, we're the, we're literally the CEO, CFO and CEO of our tiny little, Right. It, it Entertainment makes a huge niche. difference. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm thoroughly over the moon happy for all the success that's coming yeah. to these women who have worked their asses off. But I'm not sweating what, when's my turn. We're good. But that's the thing. It's like for me, I would have <laughs> a couple years ago. Ten years ago, you would have been. Sure. Right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have been already writing a pilot 
that right. I felt like we could do the same thing as Glow, and right, that would right, have right. already been. No, now it's like the the thing you learn as you get more into it. Yeah, there's room for success for everyone. Right, and you just have to celebrate everybody else's success and trust that your own success is different enough that it will sustain itself. No, I know. And you're like everybody's path is so different. Uh, I was really, I was inspired reading a Steph Curry interview. Mm. Uh, Who couldn't be inspired reading Steph Curry? Don't worry, non jocks. This isn't going where you think it is. It just yeah. he basically like you know he t- he he got he signed himself to a, a contract extension a long time ago when he wasn't the player that he is now. Right, and he's still playing under that contract and uh, doesn't care. And they kept they kept trying to ask him, you know, like, hey, you're you're the fourth highest highest paid player on the team. When you had a Kevin Durant, you were the fifth highest paid player on your team. Is that weird for you? You know, you're a two-time MVP, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And he just said, my dad always told me, don't count other people's money. There it yeah. is. There it is, baby. And so anytime I start to go down that pool of resentment, mm-hmm. I just go like, don't be counting other people's money. Who cares? And like, I got a lot of shit on my plate, you know, and I got to be knocking it out. And so. Yeah. But like, I, I authentically was in a good place for that. And, and and I was suddenly following my own advice that I've given to so many other people who've been out, the possibility of going to Los Angeles that had something else going on. Mm-hmm. You know, like we are, our other friend has moved up in the NFL. You know, right. he took, it originally started as like a temporary job while he could act. Yeah. Right. And he still goes out on auditions stuff like that, but he's now like working very hard. He works for the NFL. In, in NFL. Yeah. And there's no fucking, that's it's all good. And I said like, you're, you're doing what, what is actually one of the coolest things, which is to live in Los Angeles and not be in the show business hunt is one of the best places to be. Cause it's a fucking great city. If sure. you're not, yeah. the restaurants, the events, and then if you like, if you understand entertainment, like you're around all of these movie premieres, all these Broadway mm-hmm. show tours, all of these movie things, you know, like all this crazy shit happens all the time. You can go to all the tapings of this, that, and the other thing yeah. that have all the most popular things. And if you're not in the hunt, if you're not seething with jealousy as you experience these things. It's just, it's just great. It's just a really fun city to live in. Yeah. Right. And what happened was I was understanding the magnitude of the event that I was at and I was authentically happy for my friend and I was really just enjoying myself and being like holy shit right yeah. because you know, we're, we're, we're at that place where what I'm trying to say is uh, thank you to my therapist I guess is what I'm trying to say right well that's exactly it gratitude gratitude is number one man just put gratitude in front of the rest of it and yeah. and Exactly like you said. Recognize where you are. I was jealous of the leotards. Oh, sure. I wanted those. Who doesn't? Well, see, I... I want to hand on those. I'm not jealous of any of that. I go out on stage in that every night. Every night, I'm just like, dude, this is... Six nights a week. Leotard. Living the dream. But for sure, I'm inspired. Very inspired by what they've done, which is wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you just... just, I'm so happy with what we're creating and all of our listeners that have been super generous and... Like, just what we have now is just beyond what I could have possibly hoped oh, for. Somebody, somebody made me feel very good last week. I was in a bar with some friends that were visiting town. Hand up under the table. I was, yeah. wearing, I was wearing this hat. Yes. I, was wearing, I was wearing an ICS hat. You see how I just keep going? Uh, because obviously there was a hand job under the table. Don't even Jacob have to, was out it for the night, of course. Don't even have to dignify that My with a response. My ego was slowly stroked, then quickly stroked, then back to slowly stroked. Oh. Stroked just the head of the ego for a while. The head of the ego. <laughs> oh. Then stroked the balls of the ego. It was very nice. Just stroke the head of no, the so ego, I was wearing please. I was wearing my ICS hats that I'm sensitive. that I'm wearing right now. Yeah, and uh, a guy walked up to me in the bar, or he, he, he walked up, sat sat down next to me at the bar, and was like, "That's a cool hat. What what's what's the hat?" 
said it's it's a podcast called uh, Matt and Magley's Ice Cream Social. He goes, holy shit! I just put that in my in my podcast queue to get today. Is that a good show? <laughs> I. I wow. believe it is. Wow. How do you, how do you hear about I, it? I believe that is a good show. I don't know. I did didn't you follow up at all? No, I didn't think let, too deep. You, did, you didn't say you were part of the show, right? I did not, no. Perfect. Hilarious, dude. Yeah. No, that's the best way to That's do it. That's amazing. That's great. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So if you're listening, guy that I guy that I met in Blondies the other day, how you doing? <laughs> how you doing? Good, good to see you. Wow. Let's just start at episode one. In which case, fucking, how's your how's how's your retirement? <laughs> how's the last eight years of your life been? <laughs> That's awesome, Jacob. It was it was really nice. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. Well. Obelisk scheme, baby. Yeah, I didn't have to. I didn't have to tell him about it. He was just like, "Oh, I just he hadn't listened to any of them yet." He was like, "I just put that in my queue today." Yeah, it's good. It's been it's so fun. I, I just I I'm so excited for Scoop Fest. Everything else is oh, yeah. kind of like, I'm just laser focused on the the amount of fun we're gonna have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some coworkers of mine actually asked me today. They they came to Scoop Fest for a little bit last year. They weren't there for the whole thing, but they asked me today. They were like, "Hey, you guys doing another Scoop Fest this year?" We sure are. We sure are. September 22nd, 23rd, 24th. Yep. Avail yourself of tickets now. Yeah. A7ICC09. That's the uh, the promo code that'll get you cheap rooms at the Orleans Hotel and Casino. Make sure you get those before August 22nd, I believe. I need to confirm that date. Uh, but it's about a month before the uh, the actual dates happen. That's when the uh, the rooms, that's when they go away. The cheap rooms go away. My brother John okay. is coming. So you guys will oh, be able to actually meet my brother John, John nice. at Scoop Fest. There you now. go. Now we're getting up. Now the sales go over the top. Now the sales. Now get, they start you to, rolling. You get in. to meet the honk. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Again, all I'm worried about is not drinking too much and getting uh, a moderate amount of sleep. We're not getting much sleep. I'm not worried about either of those things. Sleep is going to be tough. I know. The drinky poos. If you if you're chill till Sunday, we're good. Yeah. That's it. Just cut it loose Sunday. Once the ball hits, go. I've already told Absinthe that whole week. I'm just not going to be there. Yeah, we're gonna be doing a bucket show. I'm, I'm gonna be off that whole week. After a proper bucket show, yeah, plus I'm, our Twitch show. I gotta take off that week too. I gotta get that paperwork in <laughs> tomorrow. Uh, you're yeah, you're uh, as the guy who helps you get your paper your paperwork in. Okay, well, okay, good. <laughs> I've been telling Brett that he's covering that. Okay, yeah, good. good. Um, not to not to one up you, Matt, but I had a good time last night. Oh no, yeah. Um, hung out with Queen last night. What? what? Yeah. Brian May. Yeah. What? Yeah. Freddie Mercury zombie corpse? Yeah. What? I was like, I would be jealous with one big exception. Right. It was a little smelly. Other than that, it was really cool. That's from the AIDS. Yeah. The AIDS make you smelly. Wow. You hung out with Queen? Yeah. Did they rock you? Uh, they did. Oh, man. Went and saw their show. They have uh, Adam Lambert. is their uh, He's their lead yes. singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I uh, went and saw their show with Adam Lambert at the T-Mobile Arena last night. And uh, a friend of ours was, uh, he used to be Adam Lambert's uh, tour manager. Okay. And so he, he got us the tickets. We had we had great seats right right down front there. Uh, saw the show. The show was incredible. Man, again, like the only really, truly successful talent show on television there ever was was American Idol. As far as like people who really go, like, went on to continue to really, yeah, like, really. Oh, yeah. Actually was their launch. There's a fan. few others, but yeah, American Idol's but huge. As far as like, singing? Anything. As far as just straight singing? Well, Piff. Yeah, yeah, but that's it. Like, but he so, came up with. Uh, I was just like, go on. He really. Well, you're right. <laughs> Continue. But Piff really hit it was with Piff uh, and Terry Fader with Fool Us. No, no, but Piff will tell you that for the American audiences, it was it was America's Got Talent. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. But uh, the um, if anyone's interested in seeing some clips of this, follow Johnny Katz on Twitter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Johnny Katz covered it 
and he had some video, some live video from oh, that queen. show yeah, yeah. of that Queen show with Adam Lambert. But Adam Lambert didn't win. He did not. And he was, he's. I found out last night that he got second place. Exactly. Which but, there you go. No, no, but I'm just. I'm. I, what I'm Who saying won is like, that year? I don't know. Was it Jesus Take the Wheel Girl? The thing was, it was, it was dirt, a guy. It was a dirty oh. politic thing, and it's funny because now in the modern, the world is modernized a lot since he was on American Idol. Right. It was a gay thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh. They okay. outed they him. Didn't, they didn't want the gay oh, guy shit. to win. The, the press also it was out in the press that he was gay. Yeah. Heading into the finale. Oh, yeah. and that was not a thing before. No. That, that was not known before. No. Gotcha. And so they were trying to take away votes. Oh. Barf. Yeah. People well, so, the worst. Well, so I went backstage. Yeah, well, who's laughing now? That's to be the guy, the, 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 the guy touring with Queen. Queen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> fucking great. I'll find out. But. Uh, the guy who not only is the new lead singer for Queen, but also got to premiere his new song last night with, with Queen, Queen as acting the... as the backup band. Whoa! Mind blown. <laughs> yeah, uh, look forward. Um, I think it's the thirtieth of uh, of June. Okay. Here. We're in we're in June right now, right? We are in yes, June. Yes, it's currently June. Great. Uh, I think it's the thirtieth of June. Uh, he has a new song coming out called uh, Two Fucks." Two fucks. Yeah. Awesome. The number two F-U-X. And uh, it's a good song. Adam Lambert lost to Chris Allen. There you go. Whom? Indeed. Yeah. Correct. Wow. That is correct. But, but so went, went backstage after the show. Uh, and and I, I really cannot tell you how good the show was. The show was so fucking good. And uh, went backstage, met Neil. Did Adam Lambert have a strong black mustache and wear only jean shorts? He did not. But a guy sitting uh, directly in front of me did. <laughs> there weren't jean shorts, there were jeans, but he did have a strong black mustache and a wife beater tucked into his jeans. He was not fucking around. No, he not. was there like, to see Queen. He was, he was like, I walked past him outside. I was like, holy shit, that guy looks like Freddie Mercury. <laughs> and then sitting in the arena, I was like, oh good, this guy's sitting with us. <laughs> Again, this conversation's gone on too long without me making it about me. So... <laughs> Uh, right, wait, real quick, real quick. Are you guys wear the t-shirt guys? Because I'm that fucking guy. Oh, I wear the t-shirts at the concert. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, not even the t-shirt that you buy there. Wear the t-shirt to the show. Oh yeah. I, my wife gives me no end of shit for being wear the t-shirt. You're not guy. twenty anymore. I'm such a poser though. I don't. I was always wear the t-shirt guy though. Right, right, right. <laughs> if I had had a queen t-shirt, I would have worn it last night, and then I would have felt awkward later in the night. I wore. I would always wear. It. No, when I was younger. I would have tried to dress up for the concert. Dress different? Yeah. Not wear the t-shirt? Yeah. Yeah. But I would have bought the t-shirt on the way out. Oh, I always buy the t-shirts, but I would yeah. buy, wear the t-shirt that I was already... I would already yeah, have know, a t-shirt. Yeah. I, I do that now. Because I don't... I'm, I'm, <laughs> right. Yes, I'm, cares? I'm hey. an older guy. Well, and also, this, in case you want to know where I'm going, there you go. Yeah. Right. People, it makes it easier for people to find you. And also, as you get older, as a, as a fan, your t-shirt actually says something. Like a right. conversation piece, right? Yeah. So, like... I do have some great old concert t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right, right. And back in the day when they... That would, I won't let SJ throw away. print all the... What do you call it? Yeah, I got yeah, a great yeah. Deathlock uh, shirt from that show with all their uh, stuff. Because there's there's limited Deathlock merch out there. Whoa. You know what I mean? I don't know why. Because Adult Swim, for some reason, fucked Brendan Small out of the final season. Oh, it breaks my heart forever. God, that storyline is so interesting. Oh, I want the I, final season of Deathlock. I know. I don't know. Metalocalypse. Metalocalypse. Oh, I do now. Yeah. Okay. They they canceled the final season, uh, which would have wrapped up their role in bringing about Armageddon to oh. the world. It was building to some really interesting shit. 
Yeah. Remember that crazy cabal of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, all the stuff was... I only watched the first season. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, but you know, because it, it was an arc. They knew what, he knew what he was doing. Uh, such a good show. And I was so high when I watched it, so I don't remember much. Uh, he just came out with a new album. Which Adult Swim prefers. Galacticon, yeah. which uh, I got to buy. It's coming out in like two, mu- two, two weeks, maybe. Galacticon, Brennan Small. Amazing concert, by the way, Brennan Small. When I was uh, working with our uh, the music director as the understudy for Fifty Shades, mm-hmm. and I was having a, a very challenging time trying to figure out how to be a musical theater person, right? And then there's this song called "I Don't Make Love," uh huh, where you sing the word "I fuck" all the time. Yes, you do. And uh, they kept and they and, and they kept saying like Mick Jagger, like Mick Jagger, and I was like, I don't find Mick Jagger to be that bold of a. I understand he was a sexual freak, but I just don't. And I was having a hard time. That wasn't helping me at all. They kept, okay. They kept giving me notes about Mick Jagger. I just wasn't taking it over the top or whatever. Okay. I decided on my own. I just was like, you know, he's fucking sexy as shit and owns it. Mm. It's Freddie Mercury. Yes. And then I started doing it like Freddie Mercury and I, and it was like a breakthrough moment. I had like a really good thing. They're like, there you go. That's, and they're right. like, that's Mick Jagger. I was like, that is not Mick Jagger. No, that's Disagree. Freddie Mercury. I, I've had arguments with people before where I where I argue that Freddie Mercury is the best front man in rock and roll history. Anytime, yeah, they do like those fake drafts or whatever. You can, yeah. you can draft a perfect band. I always take Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury is the front man. Love him. Powerful. Powerful stuff. Um, uh, good, good cock on that guy as well. Yeah. Effective. Tasted like cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> they told stories about their parties. Oh. Out of control. I can't imagine. Yeah. Like... Little people walking around <laughs> with uh, silver trays on their heads with cocaine. How do you get your cocaine? Well, I mean, that'd be the optimal way. That That is the optimal way. Do you, as a little person, consider that a good gig or a bad gig? Okay, so you're not, you're not being... I mean, if you're a queen fan, <laughs> that would be fan, the difference, right? Gig, yeah. If you're a queen fan or a cocaine fan... That's a good no, game. No, it's a cocaine thing. It is little torture. person, right? Unless you got one of those weird oh, beer, no. beer helmets. Is that drops. the right? What are you talking about? You walk, you walk back into a corner. You take the tray off your head. Little person <laughs> is the right way, is the right term, right? <laughs> little person is the right term. Right. Right. Little person okay. is fine. Yeah, yeah. As far as I know, it is. Yeah. If it's not, I think it is. We're very sorry. Right. Exactly. Apologies. Um, I think it's right. But uh, uh, fascinating. That guy lived the fucking life. Yeah, and that day oh, in the 80s, you're, yeah. you know, if you're if you're a little person, the only thing you are getting, you're getting like kicked or thrown. Or, yes. or playing an elf. Yep, yep. So I imagine... So it's definitely a better gig than those. Coke Tray maybe is a Coke good Tray gig. Coke Tray is a good gig for a night. Yeah. It probably pays pretty fucking well. That was the funny thing about going into the... A lot of Coke. The glow after party. Mm. Uh, a lot of Coke. That, no, uh, uh, surprisingly small. I, mean, I kept asking. Huh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, the Vegas guy keeps asking everyone for cocaine. <laughs> uh, all my th- the first thing my wife and I related to was the people working the gig. Oh, yeah. So people had a jazzercise all night, and I was like, they're sweating. They're really lifting weights. <laughs> like, this is a tough gig. They are working out. They are and they were, like, noting their rotation. We're like, it seems like they're doing 20-minute rotations. I guess they could right. break a lot. <laughs> like, we were noting the whole gig. Like, we were like, if this were in Vegas, we would 100% be working this gig. Yep. Right. We would absolutely be on That's this That's fascinating. Yeah. Uh, You'd be dressed up as a wrestling announcer. Totally. Yeah. And I was, I, I thought it was, I thought it was really cool. Um... Uh, should we get in the scoop mail? I need Paul. Anything pissing you off in the world? No, man. I'm having a good week. Good. Oh, I did want to say any uh, rabbit hole, YouTube rabbit hole. Jeez. Uh no. I did. You know, my stand. I've been watching just a shitload of Mystery Science Theater on YouTube. Oh, that's healthier. Good. That's much healthier. 
Yeah. I mean, that's what I go to sleep to now is Mystery Science Theater for the most yeah. part. And yeah, that's good. Um, no, I can't think of anything. Glow really took a it was the big thing. Chunk yeah. of time. Yeah, that was the big awesome. headliner. So happy when that came out and premiered. Oh, I will say this. Red Letter Media, who I've talked about on the show before. Yes. Really funny. They do a great bit on the new Transformers movie. I won't say anymore. Oh, okay. Just yeah. jump on Red Letter Media's YouTube page and watch their two latest videos about the latest Transformers the last night. Um, Made me laugh pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those guys are great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, another fun thing uh, for, uh, on the on the glow topic is mm. uh, I don't want to admit how much I'm a child of the 80s, but seeing girls dressed up in hideous outfits, I mean, just disgusting <laughs> outfits. <laughs> I liked a lot. It flips I the really, it flips it, doesn't it? You go, oh yeah, that those those were my babysitters. Those, yeah, <laughs> yeah, those are my first Playboys. Those uh, are, oh yeah. Oh man. <laughs> oh lordy. I mean, just the most unflattering thing. Oh. But there's something about it. Oh yes. <laughs> I'm still not huge with the hair. I'm still not a huge uh, fan with thing, I'm some still, of the I'm hair. I'm Jersey, so I'm still like yo. Well, think it's my, yes, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah it that's gets more, my blood boiling. We had it in Kentucky too. We no like doubt. A, we like a hairspray. We like an altitude. Oh no, we we because in Jersey that lasted in the nineties, right? Well, in in Kentucky, there's a little more moisture going on. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Down in Jersey, below, if you know what I'm saying. Ah, yeah, splash, splash, splash. Fucking, <laughs> but yeah, they around in like a boner town. They look great, <laughs> and it's it's fascinating to watch that. And how much of that is back? Those hip hip uh, hugging mom jeans are yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Those are back. Yeah, like that's not even. Like she's walking around those, you know, yeah. mid drift high. I'm like, well, that's just that's just how they look now. That's just how it's going. It's amazing. Yeah. I think that's it's a, it's 30 years, right? That's yeah. the, that's the cycle. I think so. After 30 years, that's when the the the, the yeah. retro kind of hits again. Ever since the 60s, I guess. Yeah. When we started getting all 60s and the early 90s. Yeah. Is that Freedom Rock? Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Right, Remember right. That right. shit, right? Yeah, yeah. So that was, and then it's been like, right. then we had 70s and 2000s, and then 80s. Although we did 70s parties in 93. We had 70s parties in but it 93. Was comedic. Absolutely. Right. That's not You're back. right. You're right. It wasn't uh it wasn't back in yeah. chic. I remember making fun of disco. Yes. Sure. And stuff and the, and, and 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 60s rock was great. Yeah, 60s rock was hip. It was good in the 90s. But in the 90s, but and the 70s was still of. parodied. And then all of a sudden like I, 70s I currently fashion. have some legit 70s shirts in my closet. Yeah, and yeah. 70s yeah. in the 2000s 70s fashion, 70s drugs. Oh yeah. And stuff and like a lot of stuff came in the and the clubbing and that kind of stuff came back. Yeah. Or cuz coke yeah. came back strong. Yeah. And cheaper. Yeah. A lot cheaper. Too cheap. I mean, I just do too much now. Yeah. It's like... It's I mean, what is too much, though? Crack really? It's whack. cheaper than coffee. What am I going to do? Yeah. It's the same thing with cocaine. salads and hamburgers, right? <laughs> <laughs> if they make cocaine, if they make coffee cheaper... <laughs> um, I did want to say that I believe that the guys in Queen might be the nicest guys I've ever met in my life. What? They they were legitimately like the nicest, sweetest people I've ever met. Wow. Well, they've also... I mean, they've had a, they've had to have a humbling resurgence as well. <laughs> Yeah, you know. Like, oh, sure. It was controversial to tour back then. It was very controversial to tour without Freddie Mercury. Right. It was very upsetting, and then when they first started putting in different singers and stuff. It was really bothering people. And like, I had conversations last night with with the band about different things to do with the show. They they just stopped and they were like, "Hey, can we talk about the show for a second? What What do you mean talk about the show? And there are like these videos of Freddie. There are three videos of Freddie Mercury in the show. Ah, uh, and uh, they're like. We think that these videos might be too much. 
what do you what do you guys think? Whoa. And so we just sat there. There were like six or seven of us just sitting around. And you're like, as soon as I'm done with this hand job under the table, I right. have to tell you. There's six or seven of us sitting around with uh, Brian. Uh, Brian and Roger, the guitar player and drummer, the two of the founding members. Mm-hmm. And uh, Spike, who's been the keyboard player for 35 years. Mm-hmm. And, and then like six or seven of us just sitting around with them discussing the ins and outs of their show. Wow. And just like what we thought about it. And they were like, yeah, we're having a band meeting tomorrow. And yeah, so like whatever you guys kind of say right now, that's probably what we're going to end up doing because we don't really have a good grasp on it. Wow. Yeah. So you're directing the new Queen. Uh, basically, that's that's my, that's my announcement. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to. That's what I'm trying to get to. You did you suggest they do a Pepper's Ghost thing? Because <laughs> that's what that's what really needs to happen. Have you seen the Tupac hologram? Because I mean, that's what you need. You need you need a Freddie hologram. Oh, I have never been more pissed off than I was. I saw Celine Dion in Vegas, uh, and there was this bit that she used to do in her show. She was like, you know, this, uh, you know, this this audience is fantastic, and I'm so excited to get to share this with you guys because here with us tonight is Stevie Wonder, and he's agreed to come out and do a couple of songs. And I'm really, as she's doing this intro, the entire audience is losing their shit. Yes, because she's introducing Stevie Wonder, right? And a Stevie Wonder hologram appears on stage. No. Oh. Was, we, it, was it being live broadcast at least? No. No. Why do you do a hologram we for all, a live person? It was a perfectly fine song. No, if they're alive, and we were you like, don't, that is the biggest disappointment thing that you could ever it do. Live simulcast so that that hologram can interact live with that. No. Yeah, she was interviewing or she she oh, was interacting so like, with a with with a pre recorded hologram. What the fuck does Stevie want to do with Celine Dion? He, he played piano for a song that she did. And then, like, oh, someone sold her a bill of goods. What yeah. happened there? Oh, yeah, yeah. Somebody said, hey, we can do holograms. You know what you should tell them to do? Holograms are huge right now. Tell them to start the show with a psychic <laughs> in, the middle of the, in, the middle of the, in the middle of the stage. Good. And there's smoke all around. Mm-hmm. Big fucking crystal ball. Yeah. Freddy's face appears. In the crystal ball? In the crystal ball. Okay. okay. So how big is the ball? How it's big like, are we talking? Like we're talking like four feet around. Okay. Four feet in diameter. All the way around? Huh? So it's a perfect sphere. Perfect sphere. Ball. Perfect sphere. So the psychic goes. It's not like an egg. The psychic's like, oh, I'm hearing spirits from beyond. It seems Freddie Mercury is in retrograde. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I'll tell you what they did have. A long way to go. That was was very... That was a lame psychic (laughs) bit to introduce a lamer psychic bit. Yes, it was. (laughs) I'll tell you what they did do was this is the uh, the anniversary year of News of the World coming out. Uh So they used the big News of the World robot a lot. Ah. Which is very cool. That's cool. Robots always equal good. I'm a sucker for songs about robot and emotion. A robot that wants to be a thing. So, like, there was a guy, there was a kid who danced on America's Got Talent. He danced to a, a song called "I Built a Friend." Uh huh. Okay. It's about a guy who builds builds a robot and then like goes to college and forgets about it. And the robot kills himself. Oh no! Spoiler alert. I fucking went down like a K hole with that song for like three days. <laughs> Did you? You never played on this season of America's Got Talent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a little kid dancing. Just oh. look at it. It's, it's a, skip the America's Got Talent part. Just go to "I Built a Friend." Uh, Something something Johnson or something. It turned out to be a child molesting robot. Yeah. No, 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 no. He the Dwayne The Rock Johnson introduced on Saturday Night Live. You, I'm a sucker for that. 
Uh, you never played Portal, did you? No. You'd freak out. The song at the end there, Jonathan Colton did. Alec Benjamin. It's fucking good. You should uh, start listening to more Jonathan Colton. He's got a what's lot the of thing, that right? kind there's of thing. A, there's a band called uh, Granddaddy, and they had an uh, album yes. called Software Slump, and it was, there was a song in there called uh, uh, Jed's Dead or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's the song? This is the oddest thing I've ever found out about you. I know. It's a weird thing. It's called Jed's Other Poem. And one time it was, on, it was back when there was like mix CDs. Uh-huh. A friend was playing it, and the song came on, and we both just stopped cold conversation. And then we ended up just literally like melting and listening to the song like 10 times in a row. And it's about a uh, the, it's about a, uh, a robot guy, yeah. huh? I don't know why I'm a sucker for human think, emotion robots. I think we grew up on animatronics, and it really did something to us. Uh, well, I know you, that's yeah. Well, I can't compare to your passion for. I do love pizza, robots, dude. For pizza for pizza. Bands. How do you feel about the Will Smith uh, iRobot movie? Um, I I, did, I watched it. Not you. Uh, I watched it. I, uh, that was more fascinating to me from the science fiction perspective okay. the asimov perspective of the three agreements right i like that i like that exploration did you like ai no i didn't either yeah movies with mikey he changed my mind on a lot of it yeah he's really good at, at summing up a lot of stuff and putting it back into perspective i think now i bet if you rewatched it now you'd like it a lot more all right i know i would because I, I i i bought it years ago and i sold it which i yeah. never sell movies right but i was like eh but yeah, there's there's some stuff there. That's Maybe, exactly yeah, how I feel about Jurassic World. Ah, uh, get out of here! Ugh. I think if you watched it now, if you rewatched it now, knowing oh, what you know now, they're making another. Of course, you're a different person now, Paul. No. Yeah. People want us to go watch that movie together. Uh, I, I'll I'll riff it. Yeah, I'll. I should say that flicks and chill it. If a song is about something that's not love, I give it way more credit than songs about love. Oh, if it's great. not about love, but then it becomes about love. Well, like you know, the robot thing is like a different. It's like a different. It takes. It takes. Did you do? Did you have that same moment when? Uh, well, no, that's all love with the with like Toy Story with Jesse song. Oh, well, that's different. That, I mean, that, that, Toy Story just is meant to rip your guts out. Uh, <laughs> Jesse song. And that's stomp it. on them. When, yeah, when she loved me. That's it. Like uh, it was funny. Like our neighbor Brody was over, and he's so sick of all the movies that my kids like watching. And mm-hmm. he's he's he's, uh, he's seen them all. He's a seven year old. As an so older, he was like, Has, he's an older Toy man. Story? And I was almost like, I'm not ready to show my kids Toy Story. I'm not ready to go down there. We can't do that. Um, uh, like I like songs about crime. Okay. So like, uh, uh, obviously the the Springsteen Nebraska song. Uh-huh. Uh, Peter Gabriel had a song. Um, oh fuck, what's that called? Digging the dirt. Digging just, in the dirt. Yeah. Stay with me. I need support. But it's a really bad. You know, uh, it's it's a carjacking is the first verse of the song. Mm -hmm. I like that a lot. Yeah. You must be a big fan of uh, Slick Rick's nursery rhyme. Yes. Yes. The ultimate crime story. No, but I mean, uh, I liked liked Pink Floyd. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sure. They don't have a lot of love songs. No. Uh, One of my favorite Beatles songs is I'm Only Sleeping. It's like this Beatles. Paul, this is right up your alley. Oh, I haven't heard this one. (laughs) You really haven't? I really haven't. (laughs) That's hilarious. It's just this beautiful fucking, it's just perfectly produced song about wanting to stay in bed. Mm. It's I need it. Sounds, I was like, gonna my, say. sounds like my mantra. <laughs> it's like, geez, this is right up your alley. Yeah. Relax, baby. Yeah. I bought two new pairs of pajamas today. <laughs> Getting ready. Can't wear them for another four months because they're long, long leg pajamas. That's true. So you're planning ahead? I'm planning ahead for the relaxing cool season. Yes. <laughs> 
But they're beautiful. One of them's turtles. I'm planning and, ahead for the relaxing cool season. And one of them is one of them is turtles, and one of them is uh, pokeballs. Ninja turtles. Ninja turtles. Fuck okay, yeah. Ninja turtles. And the others is pokeballs. What's pokeballs? And Pokemon balls that you catch Pokemon in. Okay, good. Okay. So it's they're really cool, and was, they're did, and they're my did not size. Know where that was going? They're yeah. my size, and they've got they've got functioning pockets, which is huge. So Big plus for the old PJs. Need them. Got, got, you got to have your phone. Oh god, you have your phone when you're, your house. Because I'll be well. I walk the dogs in my PJs a lot of times. Okay. okay, so that's that's what it is. It's like, do I have a place to put a poop bag and my phone so I can walk the damn dogs? Do not mix up those pockets. <laughs> I have the phone rings. And you it's just thrust the hand in the poop oh, pocket. Oh no! <laughs> it's Wrong so number. Let me tell you about this. It is so fucking hot in Las Vegas. How, How hot, hot is it? It's so hot in Las Vegas that when my dog had diarrhea the other day yeah. and I went to pick it up through the poop bag, oh, no. it felt cool to the touch as I put it into my hand. <laughs> <laughs> that moment's fresh diarrhea felt cool compared to the external temperature that was going on in this valley. It was less than 120 degrees and it felt cool to my hand. Yeah. Steaming dog diarrhea feels cooler than Vegas current temperature. Fact. Fact. Disgusting. I was like, I was seriously like shocked. I was like, because in the wintertime, it's a pleasant surprise when your my numb hands from holding their little plastic leashes get a nice warm burst of of poo, and I get to oh, I get surprise. It's nice. It's (laughs) a pleasant surprise. You get to warm up your hand for a second. It's a good little hand heater, and then and then you check oh, it. So grossed out right now, dude. I've had talks for like a fucking decade. I this know. is how it is. I know. I'm sure I can tell you kids' poop stories. If I'm saying if, if your kids had to shit in the, in the ground, you'd you'd be the same thing. Uh, well, the mine did. I'm sure you've picked up plenty of poop. So yeah. yeah, it is what it is. But but I just like to send my kids outside in the winter to poop. Uh, that's right. the time to do it yeah. because then because it's, it's, the it's a pleasant surprise. It's yeah. easier. It's easier to see because there's steam coming off of it. <laughs> easier, not you know, it's harder to miss. But I was shocked that the diarrhea was cooler than the temperature. We have to carry them a lot now because they have to, you know, we can't let their little paws on the... Do you do the dog booties? Here's the thing. I tell I tell Anne just, you know, just, just two days ago, I'm like, we got to get them booties. Because you can look at my fucking uh, Amazon history. I've been searching booties yeah. for the pups. I was like, ah, oh, we should get the booties. Oh, if I know about... I have a similar search history. Search- <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, I should say my Amazon history. Don't look at my other history. That's going to scare you. It's still uh, booty. It's it a lot of booty. booty. It is a lot of booty. It's true. Uh, and dogs. Uh, but Anne's like, oh, we have booties for the dogs. Pirate and, and, and Giz won't really wear them, but Pirate won't. She says, you put him on Pirate, he stands like a damn statue. So he puts the booties on, he goes outside, and he stands. He just won't move. He won't move. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you got to train them from puppy on to be ready for that shit. And I'm oh, like, yeah. SJ tried to do that with Ninja. Right. And Ninja had none of it. Well, and see. Ninja and was like, Ninja actually learned how to speak. It was like, fuck you, lady. <laughs> and Pirate, you. Pirate has some of that Jawini in him. He's got some of that uh, wiener dog in him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they are hypersensitive about their feet. Would you like he will not. <laughs> Pirate will not let you Come fuck on, with man. his feet. Gizzy will let me pet his feet. Let, her, let me pet her feet. But Pirate will not let me touch his feet. So, uh, yeah, anything with the feet, he's just like... Bark it, bark. Truth is, actually, if you try to put booties on children, they also try to take them off. Of right, them. I'm sure. Yeah. Nah, no one likes booties or mittens. No. We're not supposed to wear shit. There you go. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joining the nudist colony. Speaking of... Uh, <laughs> oh, I would join a nudist colony so fast. Speaking of... In 117? I would uh, so rather be naked right now. I slept naked today. It was so hot. 
took a shower, hit the bed, nude. <laughs> I'm in LA. It was like it was like 90s and uh, humid, and everyone's like, "Oh my god!" I'm, yeah, and you're like, "This is crazy." And you're like, "You don't even know." I said it was. It was like, you can fuck off. It was. I drove. It was 121 when I drove through Baker. Woo! By the thermometer. And the thing is, like, because you're used to, so you're driving, you almost go like, "Is my?" You go, "Is my air conditioning working?" Right. And then you look at the, the dashboard, and you're like, "Oh, it is." Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's still oh, yeah, my, in the my car, car's but, melting. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's getting better. I'm I'm just grateful I don't have to go out until the sun goes down. Yeah, that's our show times. Yeah, that's the secret. When I was doing trek, I can still remember vividly those 11 a.m. We had to get there by like 10:45 to start getting ready for the makeup and everything. Yeah, I can remember getting up in those mornings and just the quick as quick as I could dash to the car and the heat. Yeah, I, I burned myself several times on the keys. You know what I'm curious about is. Whether car thefts go up during this time, I, they've got to go down. Oh, is it right? Windows, windows get left open. No, everyone, everywhere I go, like at convenience stores, uh-huh. just leaves their car running with the AC. Oh yeah. Oh, that's true. Nobody turns their car off. Right. I do, but yeah, I'm a parent. You see, freak. but you see it though, right? Oh sure. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. He's like, I don't want to. I don't want the AC to go off and start over again. Yeah. Right. I have the remote start on my car. Yeah. So I, I get out, I turn the car off, I get out, and then I immediately turn the car back on as, I, as I'm as i inside. Because you can't drive it after I've hit the remote start. We get it. You're fancy, Jacob. Yeah. I'm very um, fancy. Speaking of clothing queen. cars, <laughs> you direct queen. Yeah. <laughs> I have to do director. Freddie Mercury in retrograde. <laughs> That's the new show. <laughs> Let's get into some scoop mail. Fuck yeah. Message for you, son. Oh, Adam Lambert was super good with him, by the way. Yeah. He was so good with him. Did you get to talk to him? I thought he was going to say so good in bed. Didn't you think that? I mean... I thought he was going to be like, Adam Lambert is so good in bed. We know that. We had... um, It has to be. (laughs) Initially, we had had floor seats. You cannot sing Freddie Mercury song without being dynamo in the boudoir. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Adam got us our our tickets, and uh, initially we had floor seats, and uh, Are you on a first-name basis with all these motherfuckers? Oh, yeah. I am Ryan now. and Spike and yep. Adam. Famous Jacob. Neil. God damn it. Yep. Uh, I yeah. used all of Glow's cast members' first and last names in my stories. I don't know their last names. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he got us our tickets, and uh, we got bumped from the floor to uh, lower, like a, a lower level. That actually turned out to be a better Below seat. the floor? <laughs> a lower raised level. I was like, what kind because, of secret uh, concert's happening? I don't know yeah. about. We're going to level below the floor. Because Adam's mom took our tickets. Mm. So Adam, Adam, his mom and, her, and his stepdad. That selfish bitch. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? But then she, after the show, she was like, I wish I'd been sitting with you guys because you guys could see all the big screens. No. And from the floor, you can't see, the, no. you can't see all the screens. She's pitying you. She doesn't mean it. That's true. Uh, there are 10 tickets She's available. Like, oh, I wish I could have paid for food. You guys look like that food's delicious. I was yeah. done with all this free stuff in the dressing room. Blah. <laughs> no, no. We, 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 had, we had the food in the dressing room. Uh, there are 10 tickets available. Did you, did you eat the food that was there or the food that was below the dressing room? <laughs> yes. Do they have Grey Poupon there? Oh, yes. That's a queen thing, right? Oh, yeah. Everything's fancy? Oh, everything's very fancy. Do you have to eat everything with your pinky out? Oh, they hit you if you don't. Oh, good. Yeah. That keeps the magic they just, alive. They just, they just tap you with like a little riding crop. Just yeah. like, Pinky's out, sir. Pinky's, Pinky's out, out, sir. 
Everyone is British. You're eating with Queen, don't e forget. Everyone that works for them is British, <laughs> which, oh, yes. is, which is a little odd. It's because they're inspired by the Empire. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Empire Strikes Back. Oh, Empire Strikes Back. Oh, man, did you hear all the cacophony over Star Wars? Well, uh, another director's walked off the Han Solo. Is that walked off? Mm -hmm. Ran off? Uh, no. I believe they were shoved unceremoniously out the door. Because it's the uh, what's it's interesting. Name doing it now? Ron Howard took over directing uh, stuff. It's interesting. Lawrence Kasdan, who I dig, yeah, he kind of uh, I think he's the one that kind of made the move. But it's weird. They know what those guys do. They know what they bring to a film. Did they not think it was going to be a goofball comedy? Because that's what they do. And, right, and that's the that's the that's and like apparently with the even the last Star Wars that there's always been all kinds of creative post-production things where people aren't being kept in the loop about uh, stuff. They are... It is one of the... You want to talk about too many cooks. I was about to say, how it's many people have input now in just, into a Star a Wars movie? It's a million dollar are you, industry. Are you, are you talking about the metaphor, or are you changing the subject and you want to talk about too many cooks? <laughs> Both. Okay. The catering for Star Wars. P.S. <laughs> too many cooks. You, have you guys all seen the too many cooks thing? No. You haven't seen too many cooks? What? Still no. Look up Too Many Cooks. On? It's a really brilliant thing that Adult Swim did a couple years okay, back. Okay, so it's a TV show. Okay. It's one episode. I won't give it away. Okay. Just look up Too Many Cooks. Okay. I'd, hate, you seen, I'd hate for you to talk more about it. If you haven't seen Too Many Cooks, <laughs> watch Too Many Cooks. Okay. But we did the same gag in our prize-winning 48-hour film festival film that won... A couple years before yes, that. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, we had the same gag, and uh, the uh, Too Many Cooks people used the same gag. They extrapolated a little bit more, but it's exactly Do what you we think did. you were stolen from or ripped off? No. Do you think it just, that's it's just kind one of the way it goes? It, 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 yeah, just that's two groups of people had a similar idea. Six, six more years, and there comes this other. It, it, it's different enough. It's totally different. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, not totally different. But you can sue anyway. It didn't stop the guy from suing Conan. I would never. What? Oh, right. Did you hear about that? No. There's a guy suing Conan. Uh, said that he was the original barbarian and he was the original guy to walk around on loincloth with a sword. And if you think that's better than the Freddie Mercury and retrograde joke, you're kidding, you're kidding yourself. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Conan O'Brien. I am. Yes. Jacob's, Jacob's doing a Paul and you can't see it. I can't see it. I'm too immune. <laughs> you are blinded to Paul jokes. But I also care about Conan. The barbarian? Yes. Yeah. He's fine. No Great. litigation happening in that guy's life. Yeah. Conan O'Brien... <laughs> Uh, the guy basically, the guy, some guy was making jokes on his blog every day, and then Conan O'Brien's monologues had a couple of similar punchlines to jokes. Uh huh. It's all topical humor about the news, but the guy sued. I'm just turning off the scoop mail music. Oh yeah, because we didn't even yeah. get close to the first. We, line did, we didn't first read time. the first thing. <laughs> and I'd say this is the first time. It's not. We've, it's not. We've, we've, we've tangented way before. It yeah. happens. We want this. This show's all about the listeners. Yeah. Bonus Conan. <laughs> uh. He's being sued, and then uh, uh, the judge looked over the jokes. Yeah. And Conan actually has to go to court. Wow. Oh. So whoever this judge is, is a humorless pile of dog shit, <sighs> who's surprisingly comfortable and cool to the touch on a 120-degree day. <laughs> that's, that's how it works. Um, that's physics. Yeah. But, like, the amount you have... Every, if we sat around, like, if you try to no. make topical jokes, the amount yeah. of punchlines... It's the same. Dan uh, Powell, again, uh, uh, the director of Bex and uh, and uh, showrunner for Amy Schumer, he, um, he uh, started off working on The Daily Show. That's his first, mm -hmm. his first uh, profe professional, professional gig in my New York. My my man. And he said he came up with a bit 
uh, I forget what the bit was, but he came up with a bit uh, for one of the correspondents to do. He was a field, he was a field um, producer. Mm-hmm. And he came up with a bit. John Stewart loved it. They had the budget. They were going to go shoot this bit. And Great. then um, the, the big lady on CNN who does the quote-unquote comedy pieces for CNN. Do you know that oh, reporter? God. No. Yes. She always talks like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. And my punchlines oh. land as flat as this voice. <laughs> Shopping at Target for yeah. a discount. Yeah. Finding new things that I can buy. Yeah. Jeannie Mo, CNN. That's it. Yeah. It took, oh. me, it took me getting into her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh. 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 She, she's like, said, I'm not, I'm, I shouldn't, I'm not going to be. She did a quick hack version of the same exact idea that Dan she had. She did? Yeah. Yeah, she did like, and it was. And he said it was, uh, it was both, it was, he said it straight up was embarrassing because John Stewart already knew about the idea and uh-huh. embraced it and budgeted. Right. But it turned around and actually be the same idea as th- that Jeannie Mo had. He wanted to hang himself. <laughs> yeah. He wanted to just fucking kill himself. For <laughs> she is straight idea. up. He was suddenly out of a job. It is, she, oh. she is the living, the living embodiment of humor, the humor in uniform section of the Reader's Digest. Yeah. It yeah. really, <laughs> <laughs> right now, I'm realizing that she's supposed to be funny. She's oh, oh, dude, come on, yeah, hilarious. I've, 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 I've honestly, she's NPR funny. She I've is, honestly yeah, not realized not, that until actually, this moment. I, that's wrong. NPR has some funny shit. Yeah, so, sure, she is. <laughs> she's not NPR. I like. Funny. Wait, wait, don't tell me. Um, <laughs> yeah, she is like the she's like the non uh, mayo based slaw of in the diner of comedy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's where she is. Yeah, get that slaw out of here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's homespun. So, so he said that it's like he's like he's like people just have the same fucking idea for jokes. Yeah, like it just yeah, it happens. It. Well, I mean, what they're like. Jimmy Kimmel got off of Twitter for the same thing. He got accused. Not never went to a lawsuit. Right, but he he just by being on Twitter and people like shouting at him. Yeah, then they were trying to say that he had access. That if he clicked on them, that he would have had access to the thing. So he I got mean, off of Twitter because he's going to accuse of stealing monologue jokes. This is why you know if you read Mike Sachs' books, which are fucking fascinating. Yeah. Uh, Poking a Dead Frog and and here's the kicker. Yeah. All about comedy writing. Yeah. Brilliant stuff if you want to learn from people who really know. But especially with and here's the I'm kicker. I'm just reading Jeannie Moss here. He's he's talking about old comics and old comedians and old sitcom writers. Yeah. They used to write jokes and hand them off to people. Like even yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. What's his name? Of course. Um Steve Martin just yeah. would like straight up hand off scripts of jokes and the, you know the wait outside the tonight show and be like oh here sir yeah would you please take a look at these nowadays oh, bruce bruce valance showed right. up at absinthe tonight and, like and it's, handed it's, jokes it just, just handed us jokes just to the it guy. was great like, are you doing lights good job but here's that's a probably where yeah. he got his start right just i believe so yeah, yeah. well before you, lenny you, bruce you just hung out in clubs and tried to sell jokes right and now you can't you can't even get close to it. Nobody accepts submissions. There's a huge process. Sure. It's all legalese. SNL, for a while, I don't know if it's still the case, but for you could actually just know the email address for... For submissions? For uh, just Weekend Update. Oh, okay. So you you could... Like weekend update, I it was like weekend still, update at snl dot com or something, something like that. that. Yeah, it was, but like, but you, they were accepting you, random you submissions. Could. And so, like, I remember, like, it was a big thing in the in the improv theaters. For sure, like, I got a joke on, I got a joke on, yeah, yep, yep. know, that kind of a thing. So it's mm-hmm. those 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 kinds of things. But like, uh, I mean, it still you, happens a little bit, but there, now there's just no, so many more gatekeepers. It's, what happens? It's it's just like pop music, actually. So mm-hmm. like, you have to write your own stuff, and then eventually, when you get so popular and you need material. You don't talk about it, but like almost right. a right. lot of the so bigger, many ghostwriters. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of trust. This is writers. this is what I'm dealing with now after the success of Long Distance. As I, I you know, <laughs> the people are like more, 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 and I'm like, guys, I've only got so many hours in the day. 
baby girl. <laughs> I can see your smile. Oh, it's so good. So good. No, I, I know a couple of, of uh, songwriters in Nashville, and I, I think the country music scene does it better than the than the rock and pop music oh, scene uh, does. Nashville specifically, that that is still a currency. Yes, and they they understand. It's like this guy is a songwriter, this person is a singer. Mm-hmm. Hey, we should put these two people together. No, and even now, like Sia and stuff like that, like it's it's come out that that these pop stars do. Of course, they do. Yeah. But it used to because be think country, because who can write sixteen hit songs I, in two years? Right, I Paul think, Mattingly. Other me. than Paul Mattingly, I'm the only hit list. machine. Yeah, <laughs> end of list. I think country does it better because they are better at fitting songs to artists. Mm-hmm. Also, Maybe country music is a, is a much smaller uh, dollar figure. Oh yes, there's that. There's too. a much there, there's much less money involved. There's in a little country more heart music. involved. Well, yeah. how much hand jobs are involved? If you start uh, to equal. read same amount the yeah. rabbit hole of pop songstress songs that have gotten flipped around between like this is supposed to be for Christina, sure. But then Pink ended up doing it, but then Pink didn't want it, so now it ended up being uh, What's Carly Rae Jepsen. Even with Sia, Sia said that for. Uh, what was it? Carly Rae Jepsen's bad example. She writes her own shit. I think. Uh, allegedly. Who's the other one? But there's a bunch of songs that if you listen to like, uh, like Since You've Been Gone, I think it's pretty much was supposed to be a Pink song. Oh, yeah. Before right. uh, What's Her Name Got yeah, It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you listen to it, you go, oh, that sounds like Pink. Totally. They and write them for the other artists and then they get ganked by the other one. It's weird. A few years ago, I did a, a few months with Trisha Yearwood. Mm. And uh, there was this song. Not Trish. Uh, not not Trish. Not, okay. Didn't get to Trish status. Yeah, yeah she's, okay. just Trisha. Uh, oh, all of the Queen guys refer to Freddie Mercury as Fred. Oh. And it took me a good minute and a half to realize who they were talking Man, about. Man, I like that a lot. Yeah. They're like, like, oh, yeah, when Fred, Fred did, when Fred did this, I was like, who the fuck are all these guys talking about? Oh, shit. I like Fred. Mm. Yeah. I like casual right Fred. Right said yeah. Fred. I like the idea of like you go up to the sexiest motherfucker and be like, hey, Fred. What's up, Fred? Mm. And he says Fred. He says, hey, I'm Fred. I'm Fred. And yeah. you're like, boom, boom, boom. Right. So, all my genitals just falling about. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a Fred. We have to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what he said every time. If he said that to you, that was like, you knew it was oh, all. You're yeah, yeah, you're like, oh, oh, I'm a pussy juice. <laughs> <laughs> Your ass suddenly produced pussy juice. <laughs> you know what? It'll As, work. My ass pussy juice. My yep. ass pussy juice. <laughs> Went out again, ass pussy juice. I've been waiting. My ass is loose. Hey there, Fred. Hey there, Fred. Hey there, Fred. Get in my caboose. Fred gets me that hot pussy juice. Ass pussy juice. That's it. Ass pussy juice. If I hadn't been for ass pussy juice, I'd have it all juicy in my caboose. When Fred talks to me, it gets loose. Out comes all my ass pussy juice. Are you listening, Nashville? <laughs> ass pussy juice. Done to the done to the the, 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 the right. To, that Nashville dollar joke. figure is very low. <laughs> Are you listening, Nashville? Are you listening, Nashville? Um, all right, let's get some. Scoop I'm still now. waiting for Chris Gaines to cover. Uh, long <laughs> I'm waiting for Chris Gaines. End of sentence. <laughs> yes. I'm talking that about ass pussy juice. Something that no one has ever said ever. I'm still waiting for Chris Gaines to do something. <laughs> what? <laughs> what, is, what is that concept? Coming back, <laughs> he did, he did one. Well, I mean, it was it was Chris Gaines and it was uh, Return of Bruno. Those are the two. <laughs> Return of Bruno. <laughs> Those are the, two, the two heavy concept albums. Do you sure. remember that shit? 
With Bruce Willis? Yes. Oh my God. How many millions of dollars did they put into that thing? <laughs> you watch it on HBO and it's like, hey guys. It's me, Bruno. It's me, Bruno. Remember I had a career. We've let's let's have all these people talk about the career I had. What? We've discussed this. You can't do an alter ego album unless we think you're crazy. Well, yeah. On the fence. <laughs> on the fence on Bruno. Oh, oh no, I'm not on the fence. No. Oh, he's bananas. That what Bruno it? album? Bruce Willis? Yeah. If you don't respect yourself, ain't nobody gonna give a hoop de hoop. Nah, 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 nah. It was all like. You are the only one who knows the lyrics to those Respect songs. yourself. Respect yourself. It was all, um. He was, it was his Blues Brothers. Yes. But he didn't have a brother. No. He was like, I'm gonna be the Blues Brothers. It was his Blues just only me. child. Yeah. Like, I'm just gonna be the Blues Brothers. <laughs> yeah. I'm the Blues Orphan. Yeah. I'm the Blues Orphan. And even. Whatever. I can't fault Jacob, him. this is a fine red wine. Look what, at the money he's making. Good. What kind is it? I don't remember. It came out of a box? It did. Yeah. It's, oh, you got, the you, one, you got it loaded up. It's the one that SJ said, hey, give this to Matt. <laughs> Holy shit. It is Bruce Willis singing Under the Boardwalk as Bruno. Yeah, the Listen. return of Bruno. Uh, for our it younger, was all cover songs. For our younger listeners, listen to this. Know how sexy you have to be oh, for the yeah. amount of people it took to say yes to this happening. That's how hot Bruce Willis was. If you need an example B, look no further than Sonny Crockett's solo efforts. Yeah. Oh. Have you listened to that album by what's his name? Do Don you remember Johnson. That? Don Johnson? Heartbeat? Heartbeat. That's what I mean. Like, fucking look up heartbeat. Don Johnson heartbeat. And this thing's like, heartbeat. I'm looking for a heartbeat. Now, heartbeat should be on the Glow Season 2 soundtrack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is right in that money zone. But, uh, I mean, Bruce Willis, that's terrible. He should never try to be a musician. No, it was a bad idea. Disagree. And, and back then in that era, it's expensive to go in the studio and record and put out oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. The, they did a huge, like, hour-long special where he interviewed other rock stars talking about Bruno and the career that he never had, as though he'd had a career. It was really, really weird. Oh, this is great already. Dude. The video is <laughs> Don Johnson heartbeat. You, yep. gotta, you gotta look up the video. Yeah, scoops. you do. Oh, over the shoulder. Nice. Over the other shoulder. Don't stop. This is when he was hanging out with RJ. <laughs> Oh, so good. So, oh, so good. Those sleeves are done. He them sleeves, them Damn sleeves, though. sleeves, though. <laughs> and then, like, what is it? Is it... That looks like the was opening it from of a movie? I think it was from a movie. It really looks like the opening of MacGyver. I know, it does. He, uh... Oh, he was so big. Man, there's a lot of fade... He's still big. fade cuts on it. Uh, He's made a skillion dollars. Well, you know, his daughter is, uh, is Fifty Shades. Fifty Shades, yeah. She's not coming out with a pop album. Not yet. Not <laughs> uh, yet. Because she learned from daddy. Heartbeat. Are we going to do one letter? We're going to write the Jack versus Zach. No, we'll do some scoop out here. Message for you, son. Let's see here. We have one from uh, Bob and Silent J. I just want to let you know. Bob and Silent yeah. J. <laughs> well, I have a collector's item uh, from uh, Kevin Smith back when I was in his office when I was a kid. Right. There was a bunch of buttons printed. It was a misprint. Uh, and it had the comic book bubble 
of uh, of snoogans or boogans or whatever yeah, on yeah. it. Snoochie boochies. Snoochie boochies, but it was it was had it had silent Bob talking. Oh, oh nice. And so I have this misprint from oh, cool. from his office somewhere. You should hold somewhere. on to that. I have it. I'm still holding on to it. I got it. It's worth at least a dollar. I still enjoy his stuff from time to time. I mean, I respect his empire. Absolutely. I respect he Absolutely. He, he, is, uh, he inspired the shit out of me back and, in the day. And he also shut me the fuck up with Red State. Right? I was, oh, I was a, right. I was a huge hater. And then I watched That's Red State. good I, fucking movie. Ever since Red State, I, I Red don't... Red State's a really good He's stuff. got it in him. He's got it in him to do good, good stuff. I mean, Chasing Amy's a good movie. Yeah. It's a real... Yeah. I really like that movie. That's fine. <laughs> no, no, it's good. It's good for this time. I, 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 I'm, I'm biased. I can't get. I can't. I can't. Right, 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 I right, can't right. feel the way. Sure, sure, so sure. don't listen to me. Go, go watch. But it. you know what? For being biased, still digging on Red State. You no, know, no, that's... no. I want to be. A, I want to be an honest person. Right. Red State fucking blew me away. Red yeah. State was blew me great. The fuck away. A lot of good so stuff. Good. A lot of good stuff. Yeah. It's a great movie. All right, go ahead. So Bob and Silent J says, I just want to let you know I went through a pretty severe crisis. <gasps> I reached out to the Scoop Group for help, and damn, did they deliver. Oh. I made one Facebook post uh, to help me carry on at midnight. I asked for salt pork and I got it. I had five people respond. While the degrees of help varied, they tried to help. That's what mattered. I want to thank Adam and uh, Gerardo, uh, but Mike wins. And because he's uh, not as much of a public figure as Mike, John, uh, who knows what could have happened if it were not for the scoop group being understanding and there for me. I needed help and they gave it to me without knowing who I am or what was wrong. They reached out to me with the best help they had to offer. And I think that it worked. Thank you for uh, Ring. Uh, uh, thank you for ring the cause for creating such a group. I'm not sure what that sentence is supposed to say, but I'm pretty sure it's not that. Dude, we rang the cause, Jacob. Ring the, the cause. We rang it. And thank you. Thank to you the- for being the cause. Probably. Oh, but that's it. Maybe that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. So, like, I'm proud of our community. I don't take a lot of credit. We no, just- we're lucky to have such awesome people it's listening great. to this show. But that's what makes me feel good about what we're doing. Absolutely. Uh, so we continue to build. I don't a have great the authority community. of it, but like. So it allowed me to feel comfortable with the globe community. Like, there's no way yeah. I want to take a different choice where I wouldn't see right. this community. Because I have. No I've credit seen, for anything except the I've seen li- tiniest little drop of organization. There's been three or four doozies on Scoop Group where our community has rallied around people yes. in the last oh, yeah. just couple of weeks mm-hmm. alone. And man, it's just uh, it is, it's a tough fucking world with people who have problems that I never could fucking imagine. Right. Yep. And uh, and yet, just a little, not overstepping, just a little bit of uh, uh, attention and love, make, goes a long way. It's true. Os- often, all you need is an understanding ear. Yeah. For just a moment. Or matches. <laughs> Thank you to those that were so understanding in their help. Fucking you in the face, Dustin, and that's Bob and Silent J. Thanks, Bob and Silent J. Oh, we're so glad to hear that, man. And And thank you, Scoops, for coming through in the the clutch. Absolutely. Absolutely. Join Scoop Group. It's the only reason I even care about Facebook anymore. (laughs) That's true. And Hey Scoops Twitter is the only reason I really care about Twitter anymore. Yep. It's time for Jock vs. Nerd. Oh, good. Doing a little Jack versus nerd action? Oh, am I? Fuck yeah. I'm on the hunt for balls. I'm on the hunt for balls. 
It's a good one. It's a good one. Oh, that little bit at the end. I love it. From Scuba Steve, greetings, churn dwellers, contestants, and anybody else who's hanging about. Uh, I never do well on his jog versus nerds. This, mm. It's going to be a doozy. Here All right, let's go. see here. A bit of switch here in this super duper edition of Jock versus Nerd. Here All the go. questions are graduate level within your own area. Oh, so it's going to be hardcore. Jock for you, hardcore nerd for me. I know, oh. it's just going to make me look even more fun. <laughs> yeah. The super advanced jock question go to Matt, and everything else goes to Paul. A, a reverse jock versus nerd, if you please. All right. He's, he owns me. He gets what's going on. By the way, since Matt has declared uh, tools to be a jock thing, he gets all of those questions. This is all, he, he just always tags me in tool shit all the time. <laughs> it's the same joke to me, because I don't get it every time. <laughs> Paul gets the even number questions. Matt gets the odd. Both contestants may use a calculator. Congratulations, Jacob. Let's begin. I went to Home Depot without Jacob the other day. It's a huge mistake. Congratulations, (laughs) Jacob, before the thing even starts. That's what I like. I got my calculator. All right, good. Even though I have one in my phone. (laughs) But I don't ever use that one. All right, so let's see. This is much um, more tangible. Paul gets the even number questions. Matt gets the odd number questions. So question one goes to Matt. That's an odd number. That is an odd number. That's a point for Matt already. Well done, Matt. <laughs> All right. I was I was worried, but it seems like I got the hang of this thing. Yep. <laughs> uh, so let's see. Uh, in the 1942 film, The Pride of the Yankees, The Life of Lou Gehrig, name a professional baseball player who appeared in the film other than Babe Ruth. Uh, Mickey Mantle? Uh, let's see. There, there are a lot of people who appeared in that movie. Sure. Uh, he gave three possible answers. Mickey Mantle is not one of them. Okay. I'm going to give you credit because I don't feel like looking it up. <laughs> All right. Uh, Paul, in geometry, yes. what is the width of a line? I'm going to find out that Mickey Mantle was dead during that time. And couldn't what is the what? The movie. 1942 uh, Pride of the Yankees. You can look that up right now. All right. Uh, in geometry, what is the width of a line? What is the width of a line? Yes. I actually remember this from my ge- geometry class. Oh, yeah. So you are going to win Jock versus Nerd, Jacob. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea. You want to guess? It's a number. The answer is a number. Oh, pi? It's not that number. Okay. <laughs> the number is zero. Oh. Uh, it, it oh, only, because it's... It's a line. It has, only no has width. Z, It has length and no width. Ah. Well, that makes sense. But I, but I would... Okay. Here we here's where here's where math and me start to fight, <laughs> right from the jump, because there is a width to that. There's not. Come on, you kidding me? Because because it's all theoretical. You're talking only theoretical. Okay. You're not talking practical at all. You're talking only theoretical. I guess that's why I don't get along with math. Because you're not theoretical. It is not real. <laughs> Matt, on October seventh, nineteen sixteen, did you find out about Mickey Mantle? By the way, I don't think he was in it. Okay, good. Uh, you still got the point. I've already written it down. Great. On October seventh, nineteen sixteen, the Georgia Tech football team defeated what school by two hundred twenty-two points? A record that still stands today. I feel like this has been on Jock versus Nerd. It has been, and it's just gonna be an extra laugh because yes. I still don't know. But do I still would I still would not have gotten this correct. No, just this question. This, oh. this has been mentioned before. The. Uh, Native American Reservation of uh, Hope Springs. Uh, which is uh, formally called Cumberland College. Correct. Yes. <laughs> That's what I was going for. Well done, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> this 1975 film... Jacob, I'm going to give you a, a point for giving me a point on that one. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. You're I welcome. appreciate that point. Paul, this 1975 film may be the first gamer film ever. Anne Margaret received a Golden Globe Award for Best Actress in a Motion Picture or Comedy for her performance. What was it? Oh, this is... 
This is actually a good question. I like the answer to this question. Yeah. We 1975. See, they were tweeting about this, and I didn't realize they were searching for answers. I would have done some research. Oh. But I couldn't think of anything off the, off the top of my head. Because video games didn't start to like 66. It's not video games. 65. It's it's like board games. It's not board games. All right. It's, it's chess. It's not chess. It's not chess. It's checkers. <laughs> it's the back, less known musical checkers. Backgammon. Uh, poker. Nope. What's uh, another game? Think of, a, think of a great movie from the 70s. It's uh-huh. a movie musical. Okay. I'll give you that hint. Oh, Charade. <laughs> it's not Charade. Oh, um... <laughs> Was Amazing a, guess, though. Charade <laughs> was the name of a girl I dated in the seventies. <laughs> uh, it's a movie. It's a movie musical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Beach Blanket Bingo. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> oh, your guesses are always so good. Um, another. I can give you any hint in the world, and your guess is going to be completely. Well, hint me. It's it's. I I did. It's a movie musical in '75. Well, clearly that's not enough. We need um, more hints. Let's see. Uh, rock and roll. Rock, rock and roll. roll movie musical. Okay, okay. And Margaret. Yes, she was in it. Yeah, this could be something with Elvis. Maybe no. He... <laughs> Anne Margaret. I'm just going to tell you it's not with Elvis. I can't believe right. that he knows Anne Margaret and still went to Elvis. I, like I know. <laughs> I don't know. Tommy. Oh, yeah, the who? The pinball musical. Exactly. I'm a exactly. butthole wizard. <laughs> there has to be a twist. Mm. Butthole wizard. Give and me shove that. it up to the wrist. <laughs> Matt, Fuck your question wrist. is about a sawzall. Okay, good. Does a sawzall cut? It's not the same as a grinder. It's not. Does it cut with a reciprocating or rotary motion? Oh, good question. You just answered your own question. It's a reciprocating. It is reciprocating. Well done, Matt. Good. Now I'm going to get tagged in those videos for another decade. (laughs) Paul, in May 2017, the governor of this state vetoed a law that would raise the minimum age of marriage from 16 to 18. (laughs) It is the home state of someone in the churn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, Kentucky. No. No. It's New Jersey. It is New Jersey. Jersey. Who's the governor? Uh, Chris Christie. It is Chris Christie. Yes. Yay. Oh, I'm, giving, I'm giving you the point reluctantly. Thank you. Thank you. The blubbernator. Yes. The blubbernator. Uh, Matt, uh, this tool is known by the folks at Hot Rod Magazine and others as the Wheel of Death. And Margaret. <laughs> Chess. <laughs> Charades. Charades. You leave her out of this. It was just charade. It wasn't plural. Her last name they was... They played it once. Her last name was... Uh, say the question again. The crying game. This tool is known. That's the game. That's a game movie. <laughs> this tool is known by the That's folks at Hot game. Rod Magazine and others as the Wheel of Death. Uh, uh, the hint in here is Jacob has met its sting. Oh. So I've I've been hurt by the Wheel of Death before. A hammer. <laughs> Final answer. <laughs> a ball peen hammer. A cutoff wheel. Also, uh, which is a, a, a wheel on a grinder. Ah. Uh, yeah. Wheel in the grinder keeps on stinging. It hurts I'm like a motherfucker. I'm going to swipe left tomorrow. Paul. Wheel on the joke. grinder keeps on nice. turning. That's a good grinder joke. I keep swiping left. What? I got oh. one more? Yes. Okay. 
Invented by and named after a famous, famous English recording engineer. This minimalist technique uses only four microphones to record professional drums in studio. The mic technique was born while recording John Bonham of Led Zeppelin, and he only used three mics then. This engineer also used it to record the Rolling Stones, The Who, The Clash, named this legendary recording engineer. Judy Garland. No. What did... Scoop Phil, Phil Spencer. Uh, no. It's not, it, Phil Spector. You tried Spector. to say Phil Spector, Sorry. Sorry. and Phil that's Spector. still wrong. It's not Phil Spector. No. Um, I'll uh, give you a hint. Scoopa Steve tweeted me about this person, yes. and I did not know that's the not name a, of this person. Okay, not that's not hint. good. Yeah. Being the audio guy, not knowing this audio Yeah, yeah you're, you're in trouble. Yeah. Uh, was it Kurtzweil? No. Um, was it? Dr. Dre. <laughs> <laughs> it's Glenn Johns. I never. No. Never would have got that. I'd like to welcome everybody to my phone. <laughs> For a mic set, <laughs> Matt, a place a that records very, really good sound. I used to use a wax cylinder in the day, but now I switched it up and I get more play. Matt, a nickname for this me, tool Fred. is the is in the trades known as the carpenter's screwdriver, and its predecessors are the first tools known to man. I don't even know what the question means. The nickname for this tool, okay, is the carpenter's screwdriver. Okay. Its predecessors are the first tools known to man. So what are the first tools known to man? Uh, a hammer or a rock. Oh, what was the first thing you said? Hammer. A hammer is correct. All right, guys. Carpenter screwdriver. Yep. Uh, Just hammer it in. Paul, Steve Jobs stated repeatedly that the 1977... Microsoft. Apple II switching power... I, I don't know if that's the right answer or not <laughs> I, yet. No, no. Uh, the, the, I the, the Apple II switching power supply was ripped off by the rest of the computer industry. Was his claim true or false? Coleco. Uh, false. It was false. Well done. Yep. You don't get that much money telling the truth. Nope. <laughs> Matt, the surface dimensions of the ice... <laughs> Matt, the surface dimensions of the ice... Uh, you are not going to get this question. The surface dimensions You're of ugly. the ice at the Boom. National uh, Hockey League rinks is all the same. What are those dimensions? Dimensions of every National Hockey League. <laughs> yep. Um, rectangle, but with uh, rounded ends. I'm giving you credit. Hey. 200 by 85 feet. I don't know the exact dimensions, but I know it's cubed. <laughs> what? Ice, Ice joke. Cube. Ice, Ice cube. joke. I found that joke to be chilling. <laughs> I gotta say it was a good day for hockey. I didn't know the whole answer, but I thought I could slowly chip away at it. <laughs> Conan wants to sue you. Pick your battles. <laughs> Paul, your last question. In the, in Ice! The, in the TV show, The Big Bang Theory. A greatest oh, show since Seinfeld. God what? Come on, Super Steve. Oh, Scoopo Steve. Oh. Just, he knows I hate this go, show. Go throw yourself oh, okay. on a bed of oh, I spears. Hope, I hope that's why he wrote that then. That's why uh, he wrote Dr. That. Sheldon Cooper listed his favorite Catwoman Just from... Just hearing that character name, I get Favorite to, to least favorite. Which actress was his least favorite Catwoman? <sighs> um, can't be Eartha Kitt that's no, racist no it would be Halle Berry gotta be Halle Berry Halle Berry is correct everyone's least favorite cat uh, that was episode uh, it, uh, episode one deaf, of season two if you're deaf it could be your favorite she's the hot she's really hot in it she is super hot and she's oh because she's if just you have to listen, to, listen her. to her I see I never saw the Catwoman, Halle Berry Catwoman. Uh, it's on Netflix, I think, right now. 
I watched about a half an hour of it the other day because it popped up on my Netflix, yeah. and I, I couldn't get I couldn't get farther. It's rough. It was awful. I've heard it's really bad. Uh, thank you for playing and stay groovy. P.S. A request: uh, Can you add a Patreon level to get YouTube Red for Paul, along with an unlimited data packages package for all of his devices? No. Uh, fine. <laughs> Fuck you in the face, Uncle Steve. No, that, that's a that's a good future goal. Why does Paul need YouTube Red? Yeah, is that, is that the deal? Watch a I'll be an exclusive. Theory. No, no, YouTube. Well, I could be. I could watch a bunch of different shit. Yeah, That's what he's saying. And he wants yeah. you to watch a bunch of. He wants and I could also start YouTube. broadcasting it. But yeah, he wants me to watch a bunch of garbage. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> he wants you down that K hole. I uh, already watched one, a shitload of Matt one Jack vs. Nerd five to three. Oh nice. man, I was I, of course I learned I knew so much. There you go. You got them ice questions on lockdown. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> uh, in the box. The ice box <laughs> of jokes. What? Oh, Conan's going to sue you. What? Oh, God. What? I'm what? sorry, Conan. Oh, uh, did you see the Gene Simmons lawsuit the other day? Oh, fuck him. The, uh, not lawsuit, uh, the, the yeah. patent, patent <sighs> request for this. For the I love you sign, yeah, the pinky, you, sign. The, the pinky index finger and thumb all out. Uh, which he he pat- he tried to patent as the the demon horns, and said that all rockers that have done that on stage have oh, been him. copying him. You know, you realize he has precedent for this. Do you know what he has a patent on? No. The money symbol on a bag. That's true. He does have that. Really? That is why you do not see that in cartoons anymore, because Gene Simmons owns that symbol. He owns that. That is nuts. Yeah. Right? He owns the money symbol on a bag. It's true. I'm looking it up. He's ridiculous. He uh, he finally dropped he, he finally dropped his patent request for the for the Devil the, Horns. The international sign language yeah. uh, I love you. Uh which he was calling the the demon horns or whatever. Yeah. Uh, he finally dropped that. Uh and got full on pissed at the family of Ronnie James Dio who did the the horns without the thumb without out. Without thumb. Uh which you know, I always thought was proper rocking. Yes, absolutely it is. Yeah. This is that is the rock that that is the rock thing right there. Yeah. Last uh, last night no, queen. No thumb out. That's what I was holding up. I was yeah. I was given the I was given the horns. Yeah. Yeah, you don't you don't with a thumb out. Uh but in his patent request, he cited that he had been inspired to do that by Spider-Man. Okay. By reading Spider-Man comic books and seeing Spider-Man do that as when he would shoot the webbing out. Okay. Uh which I was like, isn't that kind of defeating your own... How sad is it? There's some judge out there It's either elected or appointed. Oh, that has to deal to with that. And he has time listening to that yeah. in his life. Yeah. That's sad. Gene Simmons created the money bag logo of a bulging sack tied with a string with a dollar sign on the front. He has owned this design for decades. And in 2007, he used the logo to launch a clothing line. Not Scrooge McDuck? Oh, man. Dude, it's, it's so... It's such an odd thing to trademark. Uh, does he own the some... trademark on uh, penetrating oral sex? Because <laughs> I'd give him that. Bonk. Ba-dum, no one can vaginally fuck you with their tongue like Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons. Fact. Character. Fact. He's a character and a half, that guy. Um, Making that money. Yeah. If it, in, we, the bo- in, in the bag. In the bag. <laughs> Putting it, it in a bag. <laughs> Putting it in a, a bag. With a tie on it. That's the difference. <laughs> and a money sign. Yep. Money um, sack. 
I believe his. I, I believe his, his has tra- two slashes. Uh, yes, yeah. I was just about to say. I believe his trademark logo has two slashes through the S. So if you use just one slash through the S, you can get away with it. I'm right now. I'm in the middle. I'm trying to trademark actually. Uh, your mouth filled with my balls. Good. So like anyone who draws that, uh, they'll have to pay me. All right. Well, people are going to pay you a lot because they're going to draw the shit out of that. Now. <laughs> it's a nickel a piece. <laughs> And if you want to give that nickel to Matt, you can go to patreon.com slash scoops. That's right. I want to thank Pendulite for creating this podcast, everybody. Yep. Uh, and this is a bonus podcast uh, because of the people at Patreon supporting us uh, month mm-hmm. after month. Every time we go over $4,444, we put out a couple of extra episodes a month. Plus, we put bonus content on its own RSS feed for Patreon only. That's right. Um, and you get updates uh, on that as well. For as little as a dollar a month, you get access. For as little as a dollar a month. And right now we have over 520 people supporting us. Thank yep. you all which is so just much. fucking amazing. The generosity is not um, missed. We the average love is it. about nine, nine or ten bucks. And we have all kinds of different tiers with all kinds of yeah. different prizes and mm-hmm. rewards. You can even hang out with us for a day if you want to spend a grand. That's true. That is true. Um, and uh, you can get stickers from us and all kinds of cool artwork and custom artwork and collectible artwork. Uh, you can also, if you just want a t-shirt or a hat or our collectible, uh, we've only printed 500. There's only about 200 left Something of, like that, our, yeah. of our uh, custom playing card deck. Oh, the cards so, are going fast, they're too. They're going hot. 50, they're going real hot. Uh, yeah. um, uh, we, there's 54 cards, two jokers, and a regular 52-card deck. All with custom artwork from Ice Cream Social. Yep. Including, uh, which I didn't realize, this, but of course, has a pen juggling card. Yes. Which uh, he's, he's the fourth juggling, king. Juggling ice cream cones. Juggling ice cream cones. He's the fourth king. And uh, someone tweeted a photo of it uh, after seeing him in the UK. And uh, other pen people just went, what the fuck is that from? And where do I get it? Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, I didn't think about that either. He's collectible. Uh, the manager did when we asked him permission. <laughs> He's like, mm, mm, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Uh, so uh, we, we got that one sliding through. I was gonna say, I think we, I think we sold it as just a giveaway on the old uh, scoop fest. So we'll see yep. how that goes. Um, Glenn doesn't listen to this show. Right. Okay, so uh, <laughs> there's only two hundred left. Yeah, so, what do you want from me, Glenn? <laughs> Blood. Um, Blood. Some, some money. Mag, bag of money. <laughs> money. Just a, a bag, bag of money. Bag of money. With One. a drawstring and a double slash. Uh, but uh, yeah, so but then you have to pay Gene Simmons, and it's a whole thing. Blarf. Yeah. Uh, we'll be we'll be doing more. Uh, we haven't done scoop flicks and chill in a while. It's only because we've been knee deep in trying to launch our Twitch channel. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, so it's, uh, Wednesday uh, day, I'll just tell, tell you now. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be doing a run through. We officially launched Wednesdays in July, but we're going to be, we're going to try to do a full dress run. Yeah, uh, this Wednesday, uh, three o'clock our time. It'll be live on Twitch.tv. June twenty eighth. Also, June twenty eighth. Our time is, is specific in, in the uh, U.S. Very yeah. specific. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, oh, also we are officially partnered now. So you, if you have a Amazon, it went through. Yes. If you have an Emma, it turns out I kept putting my own name instead of Hey Scoops LLC on our tech. Because <sighs> <laughs> it said name. Yeah. So I put my name. Okay. I got you. And then I was like, wait a minute. And then in parentheses, oh. it was like, what name will be on the W9? And I was like, oh, Hey Scoops there LLC. All right. Sure enough, the computer knew that the whole time. I just was just tell me. We, we got it. Yeah. Uh, it would have been nice for them to just fill like, that in. Don't, you mean, anything, don't we... you mean Hey Scoops LLC, you dumb shit? Yeah. <laughs> Slow and steady wins the race, guys. <laughs> Slow is right. Uh, anyhow, so steady. learning so, curve. Uh, so we, we missed out on four days of sponsorship there. But yeah. uh, uh, 
check it check, so if you, you you have a twitch account this is the thing if you go to twitch and you have an amazon prime account mm-hmm. you can go to uh you can see our subscription page you can just link right there and you easy to sign up for a twitch account easy to link your amazon prime account to twitch and then get a prime twitch account yes which lets you get even more access to all kinds of creators yeah. and shows and things and if you don't know us, what that means you don't care what we're doing is we're asking you to give us you through the power of clicking yes you yes. can give us five dollars from amazon for free none of your dollars yep right so for free for no dollars on your point amazon you is saying unsubscribe go support somebody yeah we're the ones you want to support and we're, we're the ones who want you to support us dough. and you just give us some of that dough for free for, for a while free. for as long as that, that keeps going do it like, yeah. I that thing do it now because why Please, are they doing who it? knows how long i don't last. know why they're doing it. i love it I'm like, trying to draw some attention to Twitch. I like free money. Please. Yeah. But uh, I it, don't know why. It's an easy way to help us out a lot. Yes. Especially uh, trying to get this off the ground floor here. Yes. We really appreciate it. And guys. we have invested a shitload of money in it. So, we have. Um, yeah. But we're looking forward to it. And, uh, and uh, oh, and also we fixed the archiving issue. So uh, everything we everything we do going forward will, will be uh, watchable at a later time besides... Uh, the time that we are alive. Including the tests that. that we're going to do coming up. Yes, including that. But not, the past is gone. Yeah. It's gone forever. Which is good. And for the people who are like, why should I watch the podcast? It's an audio podcast. You're right. I don't know why. Fair. I don't know why. I mean, what I like about it is that it helped us fill in uh, programming when we were Googling shit. Uh, we got to turn and just talk to the people online. Uh, I like being uh, corrected in real time and not waiting a week. I like that. Ultimately, there will come a time when we have an attractive female guest on, and then you will understand why you are appreciating that it is being filmed. Right. I, I spoke to a very attractive potential female guest tonight. Sorry. I spoke to a very attractive female potential guest tonight. I was going to say potential female. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's very excited about coming out of the bucket show. He's going to make the change. Awesome. But, yep. Has All the right. hips for it. We're very excited. Absolutely. If this person decides to go full female, we really think this person's hot. We encourage And you're going to want to see it. Yep. Uh, yeah. All right. Exciting times, guys. Exciting times. And Good we thank stuff. you guys so much for uh, being into us and all the things that we're trying. Uh, it makes it exciting. And please get uh, keep hyping up Scoop Fest. Get your tickets. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Once again, uh, uh, Joe DeRosa, Kurt Brown doing stand-up, Apple Sisters Comedy Show, uh, Welcome Variety Show, Costume Contest, Jock versus Nerdball, uh, Food Truck Fest. Paul, uh, is there going to be karaoke? Game Room. There's going to be karaoke, guys. Paul, Good. let's put the icing on that cake. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we have uh, Player One Podcast, Night Attack, um, Emotional Hanks with Joe DeRosa and Kurt Bronneler, Ice Cream Social, uh, Love and Radio with Nick Vanderkolk, and uh, Pen, Pos- Sunday Pen, Pen, Pen Sunday School. Uh, doing two episodes. Good um, gravy. Penn Sunday School is going to do uh, the, the Sunday and Wednesday episodes. Correct. Yeah. And yeah. record both of them at the same time. Though. Man. So why the fuck won't you come out to Vegas and spend a little time? Yes. Yeah. September 22nd, 23rd, 24th. It'll be cooler by then. Go to heyscoops.com slash shop for tickets. A little bit cooler anyway. Oh, and if you want to do the, the VIP hangout the night before on the night of the 21st, uh, that's also available on shop, uh, uh, heyscoops.com slash shop. Uh, we're going to go to uh, Dave and Buster's yep. and uh, have some dinner, play some video games. And I'm going to challenge some uh, lady to a game of skee-ball where she might win her money back. It's true. Exciting. Uh, uh, that option is not available to everyone. It's just that lady. <laughs> once once a festival. Yep. Um, and, uh, and if you come out uh, the Wednesday before or stick around till Wednesday, we'll be doing bucket shows yes. at night as well. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Hugs and kisses, huh? Yeah. Who loves you? Yeah. 
Kiss him, Jacob. <laughs> kiss him, Jacob. <laughs> Jacob, kiss him. Kiss the audience. <laughs> Anne, Anne loves that bit. Oh, yeah? She can't get enough of Kiss him, Jacob. Kiss him, Jacob. She, she lost her shit. <laughs> I finally made my wife laugh. She's been listening to this freak for three fucking years. And she finally was like, that's a really funny bit. (laughs) Did you think it was someone else's because she laughed so hard? Probably. She's like, I can't believe that I'm laughing at my husband finally. (laughs) No, she... I think he's funny. She likes the show quite a bit. She likes me most of the time. That's the that's the unbelievable I part about right? this episode. <laughs> yeah. No, this episode is like snooze fest. Get this out of garbage. Yawn. Ugh. <laughs> See you, scoops.